When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast? It is season season 10, episode 1. I've decided the last season has finished, so let's start a new season, even though it's the summer. Um, We got up to, like, episode 54, so let's start. It's a new season, season 10, our 10th year of recording, more than just a podcast. Um, Obviously, as you heard last week, uh, John and George don't do closed season. Um, And uh, although they encouraged us to have a break, you knew we'd be back, and we are. Uh, With us tonight, uh, coming back like a bad penny, is Nigel. Where are you and what are you doing? I'm in my shed. Uh, Do I still have... Oh, yeah, I do. Gave it, gave it a little bit more of a run out today. Um, new season, um, and and income in hot from the substitutes bench is your friend and our friend, extreme portrait maker, Canning Town Len. Good evening. I, I wish I had some kind of morning. yeah. I wish I had some kind of jingle for you. <laughs> I don't get that. <laughs> That's you, Adoldy. You does not let you. <laughs> All right, got you, got you. Oh, anyway, I haven't got it. Len, I don't understand Len. It. Hello. Uh, you've been busy with your portraits, haven't you? I have. Yeah, I've done some cracking ones this weekend. Uh, your friend and my friend David Hortzig and his family. And uh, one for an ex-footballer, ex-West Ham footballer, but I can't divulge that yet. But it's a lovely, Ooh. nice retro one. A West Ham footballer? his birthday coming up. But it's a, yeah, yeah. And it's his, his, his birthday coming up, and we've had like a retro set one. So his kid sort of set in 1980, and his kids oh, nice. are of the age of 1980. It's lovely. It's one of my favourites so far. But this isn't the portrait podcast. Because you, you did one for David Cross as well, didn't you? Yeah, I did. That's another family portrait, yeah. With, yeah. with his family. Sorry, mate, you cut out, would you say? With with his family. I think he said, with his family. 
With his with family, his family yeah. yes. Family portraits are usually with a family, Sean. Yeah, well done, well done. Good, Did well I cut done. out a little bit? Yeah, no, but Sean don't cutting out, don't Oh, is it me cutting out tonight? It's you cutting out, yeah. That's beautiful. Oh, anyway, um, how, how, many por- how many portraits... I know you're going to piss off, stop being so nosy. How many portraits you done now? You've gone full-on Norman Collier now, Sean. It just done it work. Can you hear him, Nigel? No, I'll get him the same as you, mate. It, but, 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 uh, yeah. You can tell me to piss <laughs> off, he said. That's the yeah. bit I did. And I was just waiting right. for you to go. You just tell to piss off. Just tell to piss <laughs> off, you know? You nosy bastard. Sorry, people. I, I imagine he's saying, how many have I done now? If you said, if you can tell yes. me to piss off. If yes. you're still there. Um, I don't know the answer. About 300 of the think now. Wow. Um, actually, funny enough, I got the file out today. I'm about to... Um, and if you've got a portrait and you're a more than just podcast listener, um, I'm going to do the new crowd celebrations for the new film. It's going to be like standardized across. Uh, and I got that out and I looked at it again. And um, well, you can see how many people I've done portraits for because of the big yeah. cast portraits. It's getting bigger and bigger. It's like Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Arts is. Club band cover now. It is. I think there's more people in mine now. But um, I looked at that about an hour ago. I thought, God, this is a lot of work to do. But I'm looking forward to doing it too. So Actually, the album cover could be Canning Town Lens Sad and Lonely People's Arts Band, isn't it? Yeah. We're all West Ham like. fans, so we're all yeah. quite sort of sad, don't we? Really. I don't know. I think we're quite chipper. Well, I'm considered. miserable. So yeah, apparently like, no. so. Apparently. That's why I drew you that way. Yeah. You just, I'm, I'm not sure that. you... That's I'm not right. sure you are miserable. You just look miserable. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, in the latest drawing of you, he, he sort of done you. It's sort of like you could put you up and Declan Rice up, a picture of Declan Rice, Declan Rice, and go, look, Deck, if you live your life bad, this is what you're going to look like. <laughs> because you sort of look like a sort of Declan Rice in his 50s, bit of weight, you know, it's gone to the thing, and what is going to be like? I don't know if you've mm. noticed that, uh, Jay. But uh, no. There you anyway, go. the re- the pool. I don't think I said it last week, but the missus did like your redraw of me slightly uh, slimmer in the in the GSB out t-shirt. You mean in the GSB out t-shirt? Yeah, yeah. She won't know what that you're means. Of course, you're going to put that weight all back on again, aren't you? By being, not- <laughs> I'm sure I will. I'll say something wrong, and then that weight. Will- yeah. Come back your chin I'll, say on the to, I'll say something to upset Len, and, and Len will go, oh, yeah, that's another five pounds. Yeah, that's how it's done. Happens anyway, quickly. Um, obviously, no football to discuss today, so let's talk about transfers. Let's make this the summer transfer special. We should have a jingle done for that. Well, look, we're going to be doing this every week. It ain't going to be special, is it? Just right, run well, through this me... week's crap, and we can go there and go, well, that ain't happening, that ain't happening, because right, well, I've got no money. So to, to, Today, there was a board meeting. So this is the monthly board meeting. So uh, they had their board meeting, right? And and my, my senior source says, on there, there was an open agenda, but they were talking, look, they don't know what's going to happen. They lost £10 million in credits and refunds on tickets last season. We got around about 111, 112 million um, in Sky Money last season. No rebates were due last season, but next season 
all Premier League clubs are going to have to pay about £330 million back to Sky and BT over two years. So that will split be split over two that's years. That's £7 million so, a year then? It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's, that's fair. Um, the big dilemma, especially with the news from the government, you know, are we going to face another lockdown? Are we going to face more restrictions? Is they can't count on any of the money for the tickets at the moment. They just don't know what's going to happen. Are we going to have any supporters back in October? Are the government going to do, do a U-turn? We're going to have no ticket money. We're going to carry on like we did before with everything. And, and the answer is everybody's in the same boat, but but no one really knows. And it's so hard to budget. The, the, the directors, the shareholders put in 30 million quid, but that's certainly not going to go on transfers. The chances of the shareholders putting more money in is limited, is is my understanding. Uh, although I was told, you know, that if if you look back at history, the, the two particular owners have always put their hand in the pocket when needed. Um, we we'll see. <laughs> Who's he talking about? I don't know. It's, it's a West Ham podcast, on. right? <laughs> West Ham <laughs> podcast, I'm on. I'm just, I'm me just and, repeating. Me and, me and Len do the retro podcast, Sean. I didn't know why. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I haven't spoken to anyone after the board meeting, but I, you know, suddenly I know people have been pointing out with you know my zero budget story, um, and it is a zero budget if it's a buy you know sell to buy policy, which which I understand it is. Um, you know, they're not going to find a hundred million back at the on the back of the sofa. Uh, who who was it? I heard is it is it Sheffield United are going to. Have got a hundred million pound budget. Aston Villa was, was it Aston Villa? Mm. Um, I well, don't again, think that's going to be the norm. Apparently, yeah. I don't know if that's true. We shall see. We shall see. Uh, they spent over hundred million last year, and they nearly got relegated if it weren't for West Ham. Yes, but what you could well no, it weren't for West Ham. It was thanks to goal line technology not working. Um, because actually they would have been relegated. But if you think the 100 million quid, actually, if you're a brand new Premier League team, 100 million quid, you know, barely keeps you in the league because people have been spending that for years. If you look at it. Yeah. You know, you can't walk into this league. Look what happened to Norwich. They've walked into this league with a championship team. So the team, they were a great championship team. Didn't really add to it, did they? And what they've proved is that was a great team in a championship. Villa spent money and managed to hang in by their fingertips. So, yeah, obviously, True. Sheffield United bucks the trend. Let's see if they can continue to do it. Because it could be, you know, Sheffield United, there's lots of clubs that have done that. Swansea's, Hulls even, have come up, done well then not nosedived back to whence they came. Okay. So let's talk about transfers, possible outban. We said sell to buy. Um, all the players are on holiday for three weeks, as you probably know. Um, and uh, they have to report back on, on Monday the 16th of August. Uh, three and a half weeks until the start of the season on the 12th of uh, September. Uh, but they're contractually obliged to the holiday. And the first story comes from an interesting one. Football Insider ran a story 
yesterday saying that Philippe Anderson was trying to engineer, his representatives were out, he was out in Rome uh, trying to engineer his way back into Lazio. Now, the basis of this story, when I read it, I thought, that doesn't sound right. So I, I, as I usually do, I, I try and check out these stories and I looked at his his uh, Instagram and lo and behold, there's a picture of him in a restaurant with the uh, Rome um, Colosseum behind him. So they've taken a picture on his holidays. With He's working in, he's in Rome on holiday and you can clearly see he's on holiday and made it into, he's, he's, he's trying to get back into Lazio. My senior source says, no, he's on holiday as far as we're aware. We've had no approaches. We're not aware that uh, he, he has a he wants to go to Lazio and, and you know, Lazio would ask, to have to ask for permission to talk uh, to him anyway. So um, I'm afraid Anderson's just on holiday in Rome. Uh, no sell yet, but obviously we would. Italy does seem uh, probably the ideal place for him. Would you agree, chaps? Well, as a football, you see him going to any there. other league? Sorry, Ooh. sorry, Len. Is the football still slow there? There, is that what you're trying to tell? Uh, I'm just saying it's not as fast as the Premier League. Yeah, you start was right then. Yeah, Brazil. Yeah, why don't you go about a bit of money there? Is there? Um, Spain, Scotland, Betis, perhaps. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Mm-hmm. Who's going to afford his wages? Though he's on over hundred grand a week wages, um, and we're going to want some of that thirty-four million quid we paid for him back. Who can afford him? And that's, that's the problem. That's the problem with yeah. That's the problem with the second story, which is Manuel Lanzini. I, I can't work with. I don't know if he's in Disneyland, but his pictures on his Instagram show Disneyland, etc., and in by a pool uh, with some Malaga player. I forget his name. Um, uh, Rumours that he's uh, in Turkey. Funny enough, that he's he could be Turkey bound. Now I don't know if you remember, but before he signed for West Ham, he was. Um, he was linked with Galatasaray and um, oh, what's the other one that where um, Bilic Bishiktas. came from? Besiktas. He was linked with them. Um, but this time he's linked with uh, Fenerbahce. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Well done, Sean. <laughs> it was a first. Um, but again, the only thing I would say is, as you know, we bought him for 10.5 million uh, or 10.8 million. I guess we'd accept a similar fee right now. But he's he's on hundred grand a week wages again. When he got his new deal after his injury, he joined us on sort of thirty five, now he's on a hundred. The Turkish league cannot pay that kind of money. And that's a problem with the Premier League. Once you, you're on six figure wages a week, and, and a lot of players are, not just at West Ham but everywhere, it's hard to ship them out to other leagues. Um moving on, a jetty. A jetty uh We've had one deal, one bid in, uh, and it's not from Slaven Bilic. It's not from West Brom. It's not from Rangers. It's not from anywhere else. It's from Celtic. And the deal is quite simply, it was a loan with an offer to buy. Uh, The loan with a very short option, I think it was as short as five appearances, with an obligation to buy for 4.5 million. Um, 
he has said he wants to think about it. He's returned to Switzerland. It doesn't sound like he wants to go. He's got no future at West Ham. Um, Nigel, what do you think? Should a jetty take the deal that's on the table to him? Should he hold out? Should he fight for his position? Or just sit on the bench and, and earn his money, not being played? Well, look, put yourself in the jetty's shoes, yeah? Yeah. Celtic, probably lesser club. He's probably going to have to take a hit on my... Champions League. Champions League. Uh, yeah, for the first month. Yeah, for the first month. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's then... The Champions League. Well, whatever. But, the, you know, it, does it appeal to him? Probably not. But then he's at a London club. He might prefer London life to Glasgow. And, yeah. um, it, you know, he's, at the end of the day, we gave him a contract. At the end of the yeah. day, we've gave him a contract. And... Unless he's gonna, he, he he's got every right, in theory, to go. Well, actually, the offer there is not good enough. You know, if you're working for a company, if you're working for read, you know, let's pick this fictitious company called Read Employment. Say you're going to work for Read Employment, but then, you know, another employment agency, uh, Read have had enough of you, but you're on a contract another employment agency wants to employ you, but they're not going to pay you a reader plane. What are you going to do? You're going to sit it out? Now, some I people I get will. Me, I've walked out on people that have paid me far more money and gone to people paid me less because I'd be happier working with the people paying me less. So, but okay. if he's at a state of mind where he thinks, I may be, where he comes from, Switzerland, he's sort of Albanian Swiss, you know, the money he could earn in his West Ham contract may, may pay for him to live a really great lifestyle for a long, long time, give him his pension. Yeah. So, I ain't going to criticise the bloke. Len? Yes, mate? Still very quiet, you know. Maybe you're just a very quiet person. No, um, no. What, what is it a jetty? Do, do, do you think football should become before wages, or do you, do you agree with uh, Nigel? Um... It should do. I mean, it's a short career, isn't it? Silly. I mean, he's always going to be a rich guy, I imagine. Now he's been a footballer. I'd move somewhere else if he's not going to play. But, you know, he's the modern footballer. Yeah. It sounds depressing, to be honest. What you said about the about the um, the people we want to get rid of, it sounds like no one really wants them, which you can't blame them. And two, we're going to lose a lot of money on them. That's going to burn well, us when we're going to buy someone else. Well, funny you should say that. Great link because we're only we're not just talking about we're trying to pump out Anderson and and uh, Lanzini. Those two are very well known about. And I think you know if if other cough offers came in for Wilshire or uh, which snap their arm off, um, and even maybe Yarmolenko, that would be sad for me because I really like Yarmolenko. But I think. You know, we we would probably take an offer for Yarmolenko if we could get our money back. But here's the interesting thing, and it's in the last week I've learned it won't come as a surprise that David Moyes wants to prioritise defensive positions. We're bringing two or three new faces in, in addition to Suchek, who's or, or, who's already joined. So we're counting that as the first one, obviously. Um, you know, so so a centre back 
and, and probably a right back and, and a left back would be the priorities. Um, what I'm told is if the right price comes in and the right valuation, Cresswell, Fredericks, Bawana or Balbana, Reed and Masawaku can all go and Moyes wouldn't stay in there, stand in their way if, if, if offers came in that matched the club's valuation. I can't see them all going. When you say no, they no, can no, all no. Go, I'm not saying they're all going. Yeah, it's the way you went, they can all go. What they can saying? all go if not. Well, yeah, you're How not going to let them all go. Are they willing willing to let go? Well, I suppose if you could get replacements in for a similar value. So I would imagine Moyes has got a list of of centre backs and and full backs, and he's going. Well, look, if if this one goes, I can get this in. If that one goes, I can get that in. I mean, I I assume that's how he's he's doing it. But you know. You're absolutely right to say, you know, all all five of them wouldn't go. But then again, it's unrealistic to think that we're going to get five offers in. J- just to be clear, by the way, we've got zero offers in beyond Celtic and, and straight from the senior source. I know there's been all kinds of rumours. We've had bids in for that, bids in for that. We have had Yeah, but these no rumours have started, actually, by a certain Twitter account. Keep tweeting on, that there's stores. been no inquiry. We're just talking outbound at the moment, not inbound. We'll move to inbound in a minute. Outbound, we've had no inquiries, including Declan Rice, including, um, uh, uh, who else? Uh, Diop, um, Lanzini, all of the... All of them. Uh, all of them. No bids at all, except for the one bid from Celtic. One inquiry, one bid from and he Celtic. And he don't want to go. And he don't want to go. We're going to be stuck with the same team. If it stays well, do you know same... what? You, I did have a conversation with someone and said, would it be that bad if we were set, you know, if, if, if all else failed and we, we were stuck with the same squad? Would that be the end of the world? No. Nigel, um, voice of reason. No, it wouldn't. No. And I'll tell you what, I'm basing that on. If if you look at the the form, the the last three games before lockdown, I'll forgive him the first two games back because of, they'd had a long time off and, and reacclimatisation back with actual playing proper football. So then if you take the last seven games, the form was and the performance levels, even something like the result, like the Burnley result, but the performance was up there. So actually, I think Moyes has got a mid-table team already. Yeah. So actually, if we went in, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be sitting there going. I wouldn't do a, like a Lewis Aaron trout. We're going down. You know, <laughs> the world, you know, chicken little, the world is is caving in. The roof's going to come down on us. I don't believe that. I don't think we will be um, in that situation. But we will just plod along Crystal Palace type level. Now, you know, that could be good enough for some people. For me, it, I, I, you know, yeah, you don't want to be in a relegation dogfight. You don't, but... Spices the season up a bit, mm-hmm. and as I said last week, sometimes the directors of the club used to prefer yeah. that because it brought the people in, but it don't matter yeah. at the moment. So, no, I don't want yeah. bother me. Snodgrass being offered a one-year option, good or bad? Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah I like the that. But he's getting on a bit. That's why it? he's getting a year. Well, but, but if if as you're saying, no one's moving, wouldn't that? 
become a little bit more um, an interesting position to release him to release some wage funds, or is he not on that amount of money? Um, I can't remember how much he's on. But then it's the ideal time to start looking at the 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 twenty year olds and the twenty two year olds at the club and start saying, Well actually lads, this is your time now. Cause he's got till October to buy. So he could yep. start the season. That's I, true. I know it's a risk because it's only two it'll only be like two or three games. But he could say to the Covent Coventries the the Nathan Hollands yeah, you know, uh, we we know now Johnson is good enough. We've seen enough of him to know. Well, you are good enough. So now Nathan Holland, who won the Young Hammer yeah, of the Year today, so, and and yeah. who was a star, Oxford loved him. Josh Cullen, who the Covent, you know, uh, the Charlton fans, you know, were so disappointed he's left, and say so whoever gets him is going to get a great player. He's like, he's played sixty odd times for Charlton in the Championship. Yeah, yeah, and they loved him now. So he's getting actually, on a bit. Right, well, hold up, hold up, hold up a minute though. We're looking. We're supposed to be looking at players in the championship. Well, actually, here's another one that we own with Dean Garner. Yeah. So it's like, well, hold up a minute. Do we need to rush out and go mad? And this is the thing everybody keeps going. Some too many people get hung up on the amount of money we spend. And the the amount of players we bring in without actually looking at are they adding to the quality of the team. So I don't see a problem with taking a stock. When will the January transfer window start? January, I, I imagine, know. mate. Well, yeah. Stop giving secrets away, Len. <laughs> Thanks for don't, that. We, we don't reveal how sausages are made on this yeah. show. So the, the Jan, well, obviously, but is the January transfer window going to be in January? That's what I'm going to say. Well, it's actually called the winter transfer yeah. window, to be All fair. Right. But is it is it going to be in January? Because Unlikely. It, well, Unlikely. No, but that's what I'm saying. Because if it is, and surely you've got to go into the season. So in September, we've got to know when the winter transfer window will be. If it is in January, actually... When you think about it, you could take a gamble on bringing in one or two people, even if they're just loan signings, mm. bringing the kids in, give them a chance. Yeah. Let's see where we are in January and then make the changes if possible. Okay. All right. Last outbound story. Well, it's 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 an ex-player. Caused a little bit of... Uh, is he signing players now? No, this is, oh. this is uh, someone else signing players. An old friend of yours. Scott Duxbury, uh, this is the news broken by Clarence here over the weekend that uh, Jeremy Ngakia uh, is about to sign for Watford. Bro- and, Excuse me, uh, broken by Clarence Hugh over the weekend. I think I told you last time we was you on did it. Actually, no, let's be fair. Coming back to you now, isn't it? Len, he, he actually, he should get the credit for the exclusive because among others, lots of people were talking about... Um, uh, West Brom and uh, Norwich and Spurs and I forget who else was in the mix. Liverpool, Palace, Palace, Palace. Um, but to be fair to Len, Len said, "I've heard Watford." Now I don't know what animator friends he's got uh, over at Watford. Um, is there an opposite number to you who who like uh, draws? No? Someone I, it was someone I played golf with. I told you. 
Oh, you did, didn't you? Yeah. Bushy Town so, Barry, he's called. Oh, have you not seen, oh, have you not seen these was, animations? Oh, <laughs> have I seen that? Too? It was that area. <laughs> it was that area where we played golf. Oh, dear. Anyway, uh, yeah, you, Len, I've got to give you the credit. I'm giving you two big eyes. You got the Watford story right. Uh, I'm sorry we didn't believe you until our senior source confirmed it over the weekend. There you go. Well, you know, uh, we we now get compensation because he's gone to a UK club. The the idea is we now go to because he's under twenty four, because we offered him a deal and he turned it down. He was playing us since he was fourteen years old, uh, so he was at five years. We trained him. Uh, we say to Watford, we go to Scott Duxbury, who's now the CEO, former West Ham CEO, as you may know, Scott Duxbury, and we say, give us a load of cash for Ngakia, and they go, no, nah, we will give you like hundred grand. And we say, nah, give us 10 million quid. And they said, nah, we'll give you half a million. And on that will go. And in the end, there will be a disagreement and it will go to tribunal. And the tribunal so a will... a million off. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well, sometimes, and it, this is and funny enough, where, where did the last person that this happened to go to? Anyone? Answers oh. on a postcard. Sorry, what it was you saying? Was... I was... What, the last kid who... who Went somewhere and we we thrashed out. Yeah, um, it was a, it Quinner. Was a tall boy. Quinner, yeah. Where did he go? Watford. Oh, went Watford. Watford, <laughs> yeah. So, so in the Quinner deal, we actually get a lot of money if he, you know, really makes it. You know, so you. The idea is if if they play a certain number of first team appearances, if they go into Europe, if they get sold on, you know, you get sometimes a sell-on fee, if they play for their country, etc. There, there all can be all kinds of deals that are, um, are in the favour of, of this person making it. Um, obviously, he's going down to, uh, not that he knew this at the time, because none of us knew this at the time, um, but he's going down to the championship. Good, bad or bad move for him, Nigel? Having seen him play, well, it depends. If Watford are going to put him in the first team, you could say it's a bad, a good move for him. Personally, I think he may have dropped a ricket because looking at West Ham now, he would have been in our first team, even with Johnson. Really? Mm, what, yeah, put, I think put, his put performance. Put him on the right and put Johnson on the yeah, left. Yeah, I think. Oh, really? I wow. think that was uh, that could have been a possibility. Yeah. Hmm. So actually. I think he's possibly dropped a ricket. Glenn? Yeah, yeah, he has. He has. He should have. He should have stayed, but obviously, look, it, West Ham might mean a lot to us. It don't mean a lot to him or his agent. And I think yeah, true. Look, it's, it's hard to criticise. You know, who knows? Agent, whether he had a fallout, who knows? Um. And I, and I, I won't bad mouth him. Um, he's made his choice. He's decided, and and of course because of that I don't I don't wish him well. And the same as well, in, in the same way, every hammer that leaves us, you know, I don't really want to go on to become a world beater and and win stuff. You know, I'm even gutted that Adrian went on and got a, a Premier League medal. If 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 I'm honest with you. Um, because I want loyalty. I want loyalty like, you know, Trevor Brooking. You've got to stay at West Ham. But those kind of players are gone. But we see how much compensation. We see how well we will follow his career with uh, a small amount of interest. So let's let's move from 
onto outbound, um, oh, sorry, inbound transfers. As you said, there's a lot of guff out there, Nigel. Um, some of it I, I report. <laughs> um, the, the, the probably the big story I can tell you is not true. John Stones uh, from Man City for twenty million the summer over the weekend. Um, look, the guy's on a six-figure wage a week. I've been told no interest. We couldn't afford his wages anyway. So, so that's a non-starter. What they do seem to like is, of course, John Stones played at Everton, and they love a link to David Moyes, which is why he's been linked with um, Shane Duffy uh, today, centre back, obviously for Brighton, who's twenty-eight, played as a seventeen-year-old. Guess who gave him his chance? Everton. David Moyes. David Moyes. Um, there's another one, isn't there? I'm trying to think who who the other one is. Leighton Baines, I heard. Sorry. Oh, Leighton Baines. Well, he's retired. Silly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think who the other one is. Uh, Everton player. An ex-Everton player, player. yeah. Re- recent Everton player. Um, that or, or not a recent Everton player. Not a recent. I know, I know we were linked with uh, John Joe Kenny, who's a right-back Everton, but he's, he, he didn't play under Moy, so... Oh, it, will, it will come back to me anyway. Look, there's a lot of stories Dave out Watson. there. Was it Dave Watson? He's not recent. Kevin Sheedy, he's not recent. He oh, was it anyway. Right. Oh. Uh, Eric Manfield, the one with the tash. I used to like him. A new story today from Portugal, Sporting Lisbon. Uh, Jovan Cabral, I think, is a winner we've been linked to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bill Betis, a, a, a defender called Mandy for nine million that Liverpool Mandy? are about to sign. Yeah, Mandy. Do you think he came and he gave about taking? But then we sent him away. <laughs> oh, Mandy. <laughs> oh, Mandy. You, uh, you held me Cash. and shot me from shaking. Yeah. Matty Cash from Nottingham Forest. We were linked with him before. Um, who's, who's just, uh, is a report that, that someone's just turned down a bid for him. I can't remember it is. But they want 20 million for him. It ain't going to happen. Uh, we were we did make inquiries last January. You know, but you're a brave man saying that. What's that? It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. No, there's I, certain ones I know, and there's certain ones that I will be a little bit, bit more circumspect well, about. We'll see, Nigel. We'll see. Uh, Carl Walker has also been linked. Eighty million pound move ain't going to happen. Uh, Carl Walker Wal- linked to us with an eighty million pound move. Yeah, eighteen. Yeah, one eight. Oh, eighteen. Okay, eighteen. Uh, Morgan Gibbs White from Wolves is another one. Don't know a lot about him. Martin Braithwaite from Barcelona. That sounds recycled again. Uh, Callum Wilson from Bournemouth. Uh, the only one that sort of rings a truth about that. Again, I don't see him coming if, if, uh, again, a little bit of news is we've been told inside sources is Allaire will not be sold this summer. Uh, we're going to let him have another season and see how he performs. Good man. Um, Callum Wilson, agent, is obviously uh, Will Sorthouse. Oh, there you go. Then. And who, another person from Bournemouth, uh, also uh, Will Sorthouse, this is David Brooks from Bournemouth. So Bournemouth will probably have to sell quite a few dropping down the championships. I think they've got an £80 million loss they've got to fill straight away. What What was your view of um, Eddie Howe leaving, chaps? Would, would you still like him at West Ham in the future, Nigel? Yes. Yeah. 
Not necessarily, though, to replace... Well, not. I, I'm not saying I think we should get rid of David Moyes and go and get Eddie Howe, but I think at some point in Eddie Howe's future, he will manage West Ham. Oh, okay. Ooh. Brave move. Brave, brave call. Uh, Gonzalo Montiel from River Plate, that right back, uh, a new report saying £10 million. Pound, oh. uh, 10 million you keep euro watching Stell on Orange United. He's dragged was, that up eight times. Was rejected. I've been told... Absolutely denied. We did not make an offer, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Um, Vladimir... Because he's a foreigner. Kuval from Slata, uh, Slava Prague is a right-back, uh, obviously a teammate of uh, Suchek, uh, also in another report. I'm just seeing how uh, Marlen Sla- uh, Saar, free agent, also been linked. Anyone else? Uh, Josh... Magar, a, a Bordeaux striker, uh, young Rangers. What nationality is he, Sean, without looking? I don't know. Oh, right. Okay, that's good. All right, carry on then. Uh, Ranger, uh, Rangers youngster, Nathan uh, Young Coombs, 17-year-old, has also been linked to us, some ITK in, um, in, in Glasgow. And that one could have a bit of truth because I could see him going into the... Um, Development and a bit like uh, Silver and uh, others, we, we count him as a, as a transfer in, even though he's not ready. Um, look, the truth of the matter is, and, and I, you'll go, well, why did you bother just reading out all these names, Sean? Is content. We haven't made a single bloody offer. We have not put in a single bid. Well, we haven't sold anyone, right? have we? No, we haven't put in a bid. Of course we make inquiries. Of course we scouted players. Of course we're looking at our lists of who we might put bids in. But I've been told, absolutely, we have put in zero bids. So any stories at the moment, look, that could change tomorrow, right? But as we stand today, we're putting no bids. So anything that says we've made an offer, we've made a bid, it's not true. I know that's depressing. But that's the way no. it is. We're going, well, you strung out a long way to say that, Sean. You could have said it 37 minutes ago. Right. Well, it would, have got, yeah. then, it? Yeah. It would have been a short podcast, wouldn't it? It would have been a short podcast. We are looking at loans and free agents, and oh, I know that shit. people won't like that, but but needs must. Uh, there might be some some bargains out there, either as free agents. Have you or looked loans. at the free agent market? I haven't looked at it myself, but I think David Moyes has got slightly more credentials. Uh, than I was me. just thinking of content for. Um, yeah, no, I have looked at that in the past. Cabbage and shoes. I don't. I, <laughs> I, I, I look. I'll get in trouble because I know. I know Sam listens to it, but Sam Ingersoll is a very good friend of mine who, who uh, runs the Football London site, and he ran a story going, "Here's the shirt numbers new signings could could wear if they came in." And there was a whole story about the shirt numbers available for fictitious players when they came in. When you start running stories like that, but this yeah. is the problem, right? We've we've the proliferation of football news websites in the summer. Instead of them just going, hey ho, we, we're we're going to you know we're going to slacken off a bit. We'll just do a couple of stories a day just to tick over until the until we get into you know because at the end of the day, this is in the first few weeks, nothing really happens. We know the transfer market really ain't going to explode till September actually, because they've got to October. So 
you, you could park that bus instead of the constant need, yeah, and I will point the finger at you lot, to lot. keep bringing out stories just for the sake of stories. But we report what's in the news, and there are a lot of you know. Yeah, but they're, people they're, like int- yeah, but people like you and value. Sam Incasol and all these other crap football sites just just go round and you know I'm not saying they make it up because there's probably there may be an agent who who, an agent. who, who wants there's, to put a story interest. out. He's trying to jump out. There is an interest. He's trying to jump out interest. He's trying to perhaps keep the player signed that's, that's to him. Way, again, it's the way sausages are really made, and we, it's yeah, always it, been it's, the same. It's it crap, no short. And sometimes it was in the Daily Mirror, or it was on CFAX Can years I point ago. Out, oh, yeah. Or Team Talk. As I've Bloody said about talk. West Ham, when West Ham used to turn man and say. Well, this is what other oh, no, clubs club do. Talk. Which was the one you club used to talk. ring up at? But I never did that. So, you know, you can be different. Stand out from the crowd by but not you know playing what? that we game. Do. We, we no, deny it. So today, you... we, run out, we often run a report and then we put our view on the chance of it happening. But happens. that's worse. Don't, don't right. you get That's worse. You're actually running the story and for the sake of content and you double up on it by going, actually, do you remember that story we printed two hours ago? Side of old bollocks. That's what drags you down. Let, let, no, you let me tell it? you a story. Let me oh, tell you a story. Come on, Max. Right? Tell me a story. The story is, you're right. We, we write a report and we write it straight often, not knowing it. And then we ask someone and often they take a few hours to come back, like you say. And then we write a denial two hours later. Which story gets the biggest amount of views the denial nope oh, uh-uh. the other one the report yeah, but... that clearly says it's a report and has warnings around it because people want to hear about transfers they don't want to hear about transfers no. not going to happen no, no, no. and this they is don't the want to know denials oh, honestly this I is a bubble you. all you websites have created generally people will but go so through did, life so and couldn't give them monkeys We've just carried no, on the no, same journey. No, no, compare. It's no, like it a wasn't. pantomime. It's, no, it's like a pantomime season. No, right? you've created and... the pantomime. You are Bill Ken Wright putting on the show <laughs> down the Theatre of Royal Stratford. Just taken over from CFAX and, and no, you premium haven't. rate lines. You haven't yes, taken have. over from CFAX, Sean. You and your mate yeah. peddle that crap to justify what you do. It's no different. It's a it. lot of different. I'm sorry, it is. Oh, well, we're, we're, never, we're... Do you know what CFAX never did? They, they never put a tape on giving you the news, and then the next day said, what we told you yesterday was a load of crap. Oh, that, that is true. That is true. Yeah. So we so are, don't we, we ever have taken say. it one step further and given it more and more of no. a service. You don't, and this is the thing, and, until you, do you know what? set yourself up just, different. I'm going to defend this. In the past, of course you are. papers just wrote transfer rumours and people just took it as gospel because there was no one to prove them right or wrong. No, they didn't. They didn't, didn't believe on, half on, of them. Let me have my thing and then you can come back, right? Players didn't have social media to argue their own cases. There weren't fan websites, etc. So someone like Back of the Sun, it will say this da-da-da-da-da, right? It could be completely fabricated from management, but there was no recourse because 
um, the papers didn't allow. So you read it in the back of uh, on the sports pages and you took it as gospel. And after time, it wasn't true. Right now we live in a world with social media. Players can get involved. Agents can get involved. Even clubs can get involved. And there is this social media dialogue. So it is a completely different thing. And the world's moved on because people now can deny it and say, that's not true. It doesn't stop them doing it. I've called out Football Insider today for saying there's no truth in, in Philippe Anderson is out in Rome talking to Lazio. He's just on his holes. But that won't stop them. they read about it. Someone will tell I don't them. don't know that, that though. Story. He might be out there talking to them. Well, he's not. What is in Rome, you said? We would help him. We, we'd have paid for his flight out there if he was talking to Lazio. Why would he go to Italy then? Why didn't he go and see his mother because in he Brazil? Because he lived in Italy for five years when he played for Lazio. He well, he's lived in Brazil for 20. Hypothetically speaking, Sean, yeah, let's, yeah. for instance, say a player wants to go back, but what he wants to do is he wants to go and see if they want him back first. Would he not yeah. sort of fly out Pick there up and the go phone. have a meal? Do it, do a no, <laughs> no. Would it, would it not? You know, no. guards. You know, while I'm here, let's. No. You know, what's no. the chances? Of, I've come over here for an holiday. We, we would have what, paid what, his expenses. We'd have given him a first class flight over there and put him no, up in the hotel. The player himself may be going out there to try and engineer the move. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, off well, his that's own the story, back. the football insider. But I think that look, I, I would agree with you if it wasn't for the story came out hours after Philippe Anderson himself published a picture of himself in Rome. No, well, and I don't believe in coincidence. He'd, really, he'd been out there for a you know weeks or a week, and suddenly the picture comes out and it's he's in Rome talking. You know, I don't believe it. Anyway, so who's in Rome then? Anderson. No, well, who's he going back to see then? Who's in Rome that isn't in Brazil? Sorry? Who's in Rome? You say he's gone back to Rome because he used to live in Rome. He used to live in Italy, yeah. So why would he... Who's there in Italy that he's seeing, do you know? Well, Lazio. Lazio based in Rome, as you probably know. But you said he's not talking to Lazio. Well... No, because he's not. He's going on holiday. He lived in Rome. He's got friends in Rome. He lived there for five years. And he he's ain't probably... gone home to Brazil to see his own mum. I no. like him even less now. What kind I of don't person know does that? Gets his only holidays and he don't go to see his family. I'll be glad to get rid of him, to be honest. <laughs> don't want that, someone like that playing for you. Yeah, too right. Too right then. Right. Anyway, before we move on to question time, because we have been talking for 46 minutes about transfers that are not happening, just to be clear, as a recap, we haven't made any bids. We've received one bid for an, in, uh, for an outbound player. That was a jetty. It, it, it was from um, Celtic, 4.5 million after five appearances, and it was rejected by the player. He couldn't agree personal terms. We've received no other bids for any of our other players. We've made no other bids for any other player. Right. I said that quite quickly. Uh, but that that's the overall summary. The, the other new two bits of news before we go to questions. The third one is the third kit's been leaked. Uh, I, I'd add the photo for a little while, but um, obviously it's now been leaked, not by me on on Instagram. What did you think of the third kit? Do you like it? I've got my doubts about it. I'm not sure that's it. It is it. I promise you, hundred percent. Well, it's awful. I mean, it's, it's, it's all like it's too. It looks like a mock-up to a cut into 
cut and pasted into one. It is the true kit, I promise you. Well, it looked no, like many people you know, buy it. it was knocked up in the back streets of, of Bangalore. People don't seem to like the square collar. And they've bought it in some back street shop in Shanghai and brought it over because the cut of the cloth looked bad for a start, to be fair. The badge looked a bit funny to me. Um, and stitched on that. Yeah, it didn't look right. Some up. of the other pictures we've seen looked far better. Do you know what? It doesn't make sense to me. That design of it is like a two-piece design. And you can make shirts like that now in one piece. But not only sort of bring down the cost of the shirt, but it's just going to look a little bit neater. There's no, going to be no seam to rub against the chest. I just don't understand who come up with that we're, idea we're, of... We're... we're, we're... Barcelona have just had a black and gold one. We're trying to follow them. They're, they're not. Yeah, but one. it was. It wasn't. It was no kind of. I call it a yoke. It's not a yoke. So it w- it was created in consult in um, consultation with uh, the official supporters board. Yeah, but they're not going to say the OSP weren't going to say, "Oh, yeah, do the do it in two halves." No, of course not. No, they or don't put get a collar it. on it. No, no, a collar would have improved that. I mean the black color. I think they they the black and gold they talked about. So colors rather than stitching. So for those who haven't seen, what's the, the theory the behind the black color? They said, uh, no. All right, uh, it's it's a black a black body with uh, as some people have said dodgy stitching. It's got a square collar. It's got uh, faded cross black um, cross tamers. Uh, it's got a gold umbro logo it's got gold letters spelling the word out uh betway well, it says out and... have they put gsb in gold as well i think it's got a, ba- a gold badge most a gold and black badge with 125 years i quite like it uh, i'm not so sure about the square collar but apart from that i think out of the three kits i actually like it do you know what i say to all west ham fans go on save your money They've already had the shirts made. Don't buy it. If you really like it, don't buy it. Because the more you don't buy it, the quicker the price will drop to 20 quid and then we can all jump in and buy it. Because yeah. I ain't paying, you know, I will only pay I, I like the 20 one. quid. I've... The quicker people yeah. don't buy it, it will get in the sale and I'll buy it. Yeah. But, okay. you know, to hang on me anger because I wouldn't wear right. it. Last story. Uh, well, obviously, I've got some stories, so go on. All right, oh, my last story. Season ticket renewal. Um, I've renewed mine, by the way. I, I, I'll ask you to in a minute. Use twos, uh, whether you renewed yours. Uh, mine was cocked up to begin with. Um, when I tried to process my um, on the first day, uh, instead of adding, uh, oh, sorry, subtracting my club cash it added it uh i had to talk to a number of people in the ticket office using my contacts uh before they solved it 24 hours later uh there was also some confusion on small print saying that 25 you only could use 25 percent of your club cash uh towards your season ticket that small print was removed and of course 24 hours later there was a u-turn by the club when they added an option free uh which now says that people who are worried about coming back instead of paying a hundred percent up front can pay 30 percent but they won't be in the automatic ballot and uh i published a few stories saying look 
with the way the club is, this is tantamount to a interest-free loan from supporters because up to 75% of it is probably going to come back to us. Um, but, but, but we are no different to every other club in the Premier League and nearly everybody's doing the same. You know, everybody's, including Southampton, who've announced a lot, haven't announced. They're asking for money up front. Um, have you renewed, guys, Nigel? Your mic's gone funny again. So oh, I think it, right. you went, have you renewed, guys, Nigel? Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I've not renewed yet. Um, I probably will renew, but I, uh, my work without wishing to get a violin out, my work has diminished by 60%. It was lower than that, but I've sort of recovered it a bit. And they're only offering me online a two-year season ticket. So I'm only going to take the one-year season ticket. To do that, I've got to ring up and I ain't going to spend two and a half hours. Yeah, I ain't going to spend a two-hour wait. So I'll wait till a bit nearer the time till I renew um, my season ticket, but yeah. the longer I wait, it gets a bit Sell funny because the longer uh, I wait, the... well, no, because that's not mine, is it? Because at the end of the day, it's my son's and wife's business, and I don't get paid. Sell more it. salt beef bagels, so a uh, bagels, and basically, <laughs> I'm thinking where before we were, we're we're all thinking, oh, we're going to be in the stadium in October. I think we can kiss that goodbye. Yeah, I think you're right. So, therefore, you f- you think, well, do will I do it? And I and I've got something from Germany that I want to share with the people about what one German club has said in regards to season tickets, and it does make you wonder realistically. Yeah. Well, we'll come back to that, but let's go to Len whether he's renewed. No, I haven't yet. I haven't even spoke to my brother about it. I just are you planning I have this to renew? Of dread. Well, I wasn't, and then the lockdown made me and my brother change our minds because we realised we've got sad lives and we don't do anything. So we're going to renew. But I, I, without butting in, I think what that highlights is actually that a lot of us go football not for the football. That's right. That's what I mean. Yeah. It, if you don't go football with with your brother, I was going to name him. Then I didn't want to name him in case he don't want to be named. But if you didn't go football with your brother, what would you do with him? Well, we play a bit of golf, but you know it is about doing something. It's about you know. All right. Well, you wouldn't see is. me, would you? You only ever met me at football. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I suppose that's a bonus. I might say. Oh, anyway, then I might be if, some bios. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. free pies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Bye, although that, that um, YouTube said uh, I sent you said only EastEnders call them bagels and you can call them bagels as well that Baker said in, in that video I sent you didn't watch it well, I'm the EastEnder aren't I yeah anyway last thing yeah. and I'll hand over to Nigel to do his stories um, I feel a little bit left out if I'm honest with you everybody in Hammers United has spoke to every different outlet but not uh Clarently, you or uh, more than just a podcast. Um, I see, uh, you know, Gonzo and Hammers chat has been talking to Hammers uh, United. KUMB have been talking to Whistler's Sue Watson, and then they were doing a big question time. Oh, don't, with don't get upset because Whistler don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk wanna... to them. 
Why don't they want to? They've got look, guys. If you're listening, anyone, Hammers United, uh, you've got an open, uh, open opportunity to come in here and 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 talk on more than just a podcast in the closed season. Um, Same with uh, Sue and her merry gang over at Wisa. Piss off! Ain't happening. No, it is. Yeah, no, why not? No, no, no. Don't be small-minded. It's not being small-minded, yeah? Let's get this right. I know what they think of me and everything. Not playing that game with them. The way they took control of that was disgraceful. And they dress it up as democracy, and it's a disgrace. And right. and there's been they're not even been elected by membership, yeah? They took yeah. control of it through a back door and got rid of the properly elected chairman. So, sorry. Anyway, maybe I'm a bit more forgiving than yeah. you. Uh, anyway, they can, the floor if they yours come on now. here, I'll tell you. I'll tell them to their face. Piss off. <laughs> right, Nigel, news stories before uh, before we, we move on to question time. Get me on, frigging whistle. I'll tell you. <sighs> I paid lifetime membership. I don't get no email saying that. I didn't, you know, they, they, I don't want to hear what they've got to say. Uh, two things, Jack Leslie statue, people that may remember that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Look, we covered it. You wrote stories about it. Apparently they've got Wissa to back it. You know, glad today got in, got involved with, so well, well done four weeks. The, to the campaign party. retweeted it and, and thank Clarence and Hugh for writing the story. You asked me to write the story. That's right. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, you did. Yeah, so they're approaching the mark, if you can have a look. And why is it important to West Ham? Quickly, Jack Leslie was uh, a player. He played for Barking, was signed by Plymouth Argyle in the 20s, was a fantastic goal scorer for Plymouth. Uh, when they were in the 1920s, he was so good that he got chose for England. And the story says they got chose for England and it was selected by a committee. The committee then, one of the committee members then goes and watches him play or he was put on the, the, the selected list out of 30 players. And one of them went to see him play. And when the squad was officially announced, his name was cut and another name had been added. And the only thing they could come up with, because he'd been scoring goals for fun, was... They actually realised that Jack was of colour. So they didn't pick him for that reason. reason yeah. why it ties into West Ham is Jack was a Canning Town boy. Grew up in Canning Town. I think his dad was a seaman. His mum come from the area. And when he came back from retired after the, uh, from football in the 30s, he came back to the area. And then I think when, when he retired from work, he then went to West Ham and offered his services as a boot room would do anything. And Ron Greenwood remembered uh, Jack as a footballer and said, yeah, we can use you and put him into work. And he worked for about 15, 16 years, maybe longer, 20 years at West Ham, up yeah. until he was about 83, I believe, uh, as the boot boy. He put the boots out that's right. and everything else. I've I know seen the video right. yeah, that you put up. The video I put Yeah, that's, I know it's right. So. And then had a round with Rob Banks. Well, Rob Banks, you know, well done. You know, put an extra five seconds on the end. Well, yeah. So, hey, don't start. Well, you know, this is, how, this is what gets you an attitude. Why Sam, your wife, says you're grumpy? No, what gets me the attitude is, is someone comes along and says, "Look what I've done," and I go, "Well, I did that two years ago, mate." Yeah, but I've added five seconds on the end, and I was he won a medal. Well done, mate. That five seconds makes all the difference. 
fucking prick. Yeah. But yeah. anyway. Then you did catch him exactly right in the portrait. He is pretty much grumpy. <laughs> so anyway, Jack is now, they're raising money in Plymouth to have a statue built. And I think it's good that, you know, I think Clyde Best has put in, uh, David Cross has, has yeah, announced a lot. There's been a lot of support and a lot of love from yeah, West Ham fans. I'll do another story. So, yeah, update it because they're nearly, they're, you know, last week was West Ham week, and which we didn't find out till after the podcast. And this week, right. you know, and now I think that they want, they needed 100 grand, and I think they only need like another 10 grand or something. Oh, excellent. All right. So that's that. Next up uh, is Bundesliga update. I know people love the Bundesliga and they, you know, so I thought I'll continue with Bundesliga update. So I've been in contact with the more than just a podcast Bundesliga reporter. Uh, EB. EB. Yeah, I've been in touch with him this week. Well, we're in touch every week. But anyway, so I've got some bits for him. Now, what he's got from me is what Dortmund are going to do. So this is definitive. And the reason why it's good to know is it's possible it will be replicated throughout the Premier League because where the Germans uh, lead, we generally follow. The grand capacity uh, will be between uh, 14.7% to 19.7%. Yeah, so 12,000 to 16,000. The minimum distance sitting in the seat will be 1.5 metres, and that has to be guaranteed in all parts of the stadium. Every second row to be empty, two seats left and right of each occupied seat to be empty. Only single or two seats side by side to be sat in. So no three people in a row, no four people in a row, no two people in front of each other, two and two. They will not have any standing. So the big 20,000 yellow wall, they're going to convert it into seats, but not with scaffolding. Uh, Seats mostly used will be provided in the lower tiers because the upper tiers are too narrow to guarantee social distancing. Uh, They want you to arrive best by car. 10,000 parking facilities will be provided or by foot from the city centre, not public transport. Hey, one of the best sellers of our stadium. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's, that's but our rude. seats are wider apart, well, and there is yeah. 66,000 of them. To keep distance, every second turnstile would be closed. So basically, only 50% of turnstiles would be opened. Uh, seats are assigned to one binding entrance turnstile. I know West Ham do that with us, turnstile C, but you would have to you would be allocated a turnstile entrance and you would only be able to use that that's shown yeah, yeah. on the ticket. That's what's supposed to happen now. Time slots to enter the stadium and it will be binding as well in a rhythm of 15 minutes. So if oh. kickoff is 5.30, time slot starts at 4 o'clock, at 2 o'clock, the latest. So and you would have to stick to your time slot. After match, the early time slots leave first. Each row is led individually to exit. Oh, my God. Yeah? You're going to have to – I have to write this for clarity. Yeah. You're going to have to send me this. Tickets won't be personalised, but every ticket buyer will be registered with name, address, and email for each seat. And you will lose your season ticket for good in case your friend is a ticket tax. <laughs> mm. Right. Face masks must be worn everywhere, including the toilets. But you can take it off when you sat in your seat. Fair enough. Big one. 
season tickets will remain dormant until business is back to normal. The managing director of of Dortmund said, we won't collect money for something we can't deliver. (laughs) Yeah, that is a direct quote. The procedure for ticket sales is currently in discussions with Dortmund's own fan council fan clubs and other fan representatives in order to enable a fair allocation of tickets. It will announce results soon. And the, uh, the Deutsche Football League requirements to be decided next week. No away fans, no standing, no alcohol and harmonised data collection of ticket holders. <sighs> Dystopia. You want to go? Yeah. <laughs> this is what I mean. Yeah. I think the, the London statement is um, oh, Sean, please is, is better on. suited than most other grounds. Oh, Sean, do you know what? I would say to you, and this is what's bothering me, with this pandemic thing and all these tests and everything you've got to go through, the last place I would want to go is there. Piss up in a brewery, literally. I can't think of anything less appealing than that place. Imagine the queues to get in. Imagine the queues to get out. It's going to be a nightmare. He's right. Yeah, because I'm, if I'm you look at it, yeah, if you think, fan, you know, I will sacrifice everything to go and watch the club I love. At then, the bowling, and, uh, there was various ways of dispersing the crowd. There, you're a cartoon. There, you've got five bridges. That's your lot. Yeah. Yeah? You've look, got to cross one I, of them bridges. I, I'm sceptical whether fans will be loud backed in. I, I don't think we're going to just follow the Bundesliga on this one. I think the government have produced a, a paper, which I've read. Um, there seems to be more argument about ID and stuff that because we have to carry vote ID. I don't know if you've seen. I mean, I wrote a story about it last week because it's in the government white paper uh, and the regulations about this free phase uh, assessment. I know it was a s- subject for Wissa and, and Hams United with on KUMB's um, uh, question time. Um, so I don't think we're going to the, uh, uh, follow the Bundesliga model, Nigel, but I will use that content and uh, pass it off of my own on Clarence Hugh. Thank you. Well, I expect you to credit the uh, more than just a podcast, Bundesliga reporter. Yeah, of course I will. <laughs> uh, I will. Uh, as long as it's not you. Yeah, definitely. I'll, no, I'll yeah, not me. Yeah, I don't want credit. I'm just, I'm just um, a messenger, Sean. Happy to... Talk, talking, talking about um, uh, seating, and you were talking about seating, I've just sent used twos uh, a picture of the new seating uh, that's being stored that in Pudding Mill Lane. Did you get that little video? No, you sent us the wrong one. Oh, have I? What have I sent you? Hang on a minute. It looked like it. You sent us a video of new seating in a car park, Sean. Oh, it is a new yeah. seating. I thought it was concrete. It's I do a new seating for uh, Trevor Brooking Lower and uh, Bobby Moore Lower. That he's sitting five in the... Days uh, in. You've got five days to get that in, mate. Yeah, I know. It's. Uh, do you think that's the new seating or is it the old seating that's come out? I couldn't work out which it is. Well, they use that as storage for... Uh, yeah, I know, but they things, haven't, they're so... not converting it this year. So the only reason seating can be in this area because they didn't convert it for athletics or music or anything else is... Yeah, but what, they, what they've not explained is actually, is, and this is the thing, is that the, the, the seating that was behind the goal was curved because it was yeah. two parts of the curved seating from behind. So they were taken down 
and rebuilt in front of the middle. So the middle seats were actually still in place further back. Now, have they had to take down all that seating, put it back yeah. in its place and build new in front? Is no, that what they've done? No, they're taking it away, I think. Taking away and getting rid of that old stuff, and this is a new, lightweight material. And what about in athletics um, mode? Will that then still be curved, or will correct. it be straight? No. Straight. So it'll be straight. They just yeah. move that straight seating backwards and forwards. Correct. Well, that's how the savings come. So yeah, but the then that is, don't work for athletics, does it? Well, they don't care about athletics because the only athletics they haven't got an um, uh, uh, athletics World Cup. They haven't got Olympics. This is no disrespect to UK athletics people, but this is the you know small Do we have little diamond league gear. What's that diamond? Yeah, league? diamond league. The diamond yeah, league. It's the anniversary games. It's no. the anniversary games. That's- and is that diamond league? Then is it? it is diamond league. Yeah, falls into that. Yeah. Oh, well, I never knew. It's a bit yeah. like Grand Prix. Yeah, I'd, I'd, it is mad when you think about it that actually. So, so I don't know if you know in the past, so crap. But last year. Um, they didn't move the seats. What they did was, well, they did move the north and south. So what their plan is at the moment, it's very clever. They moved the north and the south, right? And that's where the biggest amount of cost. It cost them 3.9 million. Uh, sorry, before baseball, it cost 6 million last year. The year before that, it cost them 3.9 million without baseball. And that was moving the south and the north seats back. They didn't touch the west or the east uh, stands all they do is take the seven r- rows off and the seven rows come off in the north uh, and the east and the west because they were designed for baseball so it allows them to just remove those two rows uh, sorry seven rows each side move the sort of south and north back so going forward they can take those seven rows off for athletics to reveal the track tells you how many are on the track seven rows and and then uh, move the new lightweight um, uh, um, stands on the north and south, backwards and forwards. That's going to save them £1 million a year. So instead of costing, the seat moves were costing 3.9, they cost 2.9 million. And over five years, it will pay for themselves for the £5 million it costs to put the new seats in. There you go. All right. Can't Thanks. wait. Can't wait. Uh, Any other news stories from you? One other thing. Episode three was released at seven o'clock tonight of Brief History of West Ham, and I forgot all about you it. Could have told us. Well, I oh, forgot. Yeah, I never you I sent you the preview, I and I never looked. It, at yeah, it. I know. Look, I sent you the both. I was away though. To be fair, you sent me a preview. Yeah, sent it to you last yeah. night. What do you mean? I what, what I normally do? I email like what we transfer. I haven't got it, Nigel. Look in your junk box. It's probably gone in there. A lot of, for some reason, when people send me transfer stuff, the, the email telling me it's been sent to me goes in the junk box. And uh, but I've it, got Ukrainian like-minded singles. That's in there. No, that's Yarmolenko. Premium CBD gummy. No. Oh, why is United gone into there? I thought I had heard them for a long while. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so episode three, the first game uh, was uh, went live at seven o'clock tonight. It's had 30 views already, which I'm quite pleased about right. since I've not I'll, tweeted I'll it or put it on Facebook and forgot all about it. So, yeah. which it covers the first game and it also looks at uh, something you wrote about, Sean. 
which is oh. why West Ham playing Claret and Blue. And I did use one of your articles to be Ooh. fair. Did you? So why the West Ham playing Claret and Blue? Remind us. Well, the story I have been told that I wrote about in the past yeah. is the old story about Aston Villa losing a bet yeah. uh, at a fight. That's right. No, not at a fight. So it was at a fair. At a fairground. And a race. And, yeah. and you said, and Charlie Dove's dad, Bill, yeah. uh, basically won the race. And this, and I found this on three different websites, this story, including an Aston Villa website. Yeah. The only problem with that is, is that when I, I was you looking into Charlie Dove's thing, his dad was called George. <laughs> I knew you were going to rubbish it. So I didn't actually rubbish it. I said the story could have, you know, could have it's one of these things that's been passed down at legend it could have merit but at the end of the day everybody says that bill dove won this race and he took the kits in payment but also the strange thing about it is is that what did they do with those kits for four years because he won the race in 1899 apparently and we didn't wear it till 1903 but not only that is his son charlie dove left west ham in 1901 to join millwall Nigel, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. No. So I did take a screenshot of your story, though, and use it. In, uh, <laughs> but I did put, like, thank yous up to everybody at the end. Excellent. So, like, a good boy. Good. One last question for you before we move on to question time. Yes. Uh, and, and it might be an unfair question. Obviously, a week's gone by since, um, well, a week and a bit since the, the consultation meeting with uh, Hamish United and Wisa. And obviously, they, they've spent the last week coming out doing the media circuit, apart from here, uh, saying how uh, they were set up and it wasn't fair and they asked for this and taking credit for option three. Uh, you may not have seen it all, and I, certainly I haven't seen the two-and-a-half-hour question time from KUMB, but I will watch it, or, or, or um, Sue Watson's bit. What, what's your view one week on... on uh, on the consultation meeting, because you, you were quite strong last week that uh, they'd let their members down. Ah, did, well, did I don't see now you're putting words in my mouth. I, don't I think am putting words said. in your mouth because I'm trying to be yeah. controversial. Yeah, I know you are, and you know I'm going to come back at you and say, I yeah. don't think I said they let their members down. But what I will stand by and perhaps wherever they want to come. And I'm hope they do come and I hope Amy's United, they're more than welcome, but I will put this to them and say is that you fiercely campaigned and, and, and said you would not go into an OSB meeting. And yet you've gone on to an OSB meeting, be it online or whatever, because for all intents and purposes, that was an OSB meeting. The people were the same that were there. The West Ham people were the same. The the groups were the same. There was a few people missing. That's the difference. That's the only yeah. difference. You've it's now the same part. So group, are it? you going to, you know, and as a fan rep thing, this is the thing. But the problem is with mixed messages. If you're a fan representation, then you need to do that. So that's right. But you can't be a fan representation and a protest group. You can't be both. And, they're a pro- and the ultimate aim of them is GSB out. How do they ever fit? And this is the thing where it's quite strange. I think it's fucked up from the whole situation because even the club, you know, 
I find it strange. The, the way the club. All right. Well, Hammers United, you've got an open invitation to come on, explain I'd, yourself. Actually, Paul, ask Jay. Jay, well, am, am I right? What, what's Jay's? T- has he got a take on it? I don't know. Is, is the thing? Am I, why, am I barking can, mad or? Can you refresh my memory on why they didn't want to go? Don't have anything to do with the OSB. They, they they saw the OSB was a construct of the club. Well, it is. Quote them. And but now they've realised they've been in the same situation. And I think I well, think I haven't seen the, the whole. You know, I know they did stuff with Gonzo. I haven't seen that yet on Hammers yeah, chat. I watched I, it. it was good. Uh, and what, what what was it? You may know more than us. Then what was the uh, what was the defence for? What do you mean? Sorry, the defence. What? Sorry, no, but they didn't defend. They just said um, they just gave a, uh, a an explanation uh, about what happened in the meeting that they they strongly opposed to what they were going to. They strongly opposed to what they eventually did, and they made that point. There's lots of other things you should watch it. It's not important. See, the, the thing is, I, 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 I think I need to watch it. I'll watch it because I. I the, the, what can I say without upsetting other people? Sometimes the, these these groups they will they will go to the their 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 friends in social media, yeah. Where me personally, I think there's other questions that got to be put out. See, it's easy to turn around and say we oppose this in the meeting. Now, as we know, there's no minutes to de- debunk that. So there's no minutes to say what they said, what they didn't say. But but when they put their when they put their uh, article out, which I, I said, you know, hands up to them, you know, they were there. They were the first to do it. They get the full credit for doing that because um, we know how West Ham like to play it. You know, we'd rather people didn't know or keep it quiet or blah blah blah. blah. But and why I think something was said along those lines is all they said was that we attended a meeting. They never come out and said anything until it had all been announced. And then they're like, oh, hold up a minute. It was a big furore. It's like, well, we were against it. Why didn't you say that on the Thursday night or after the meeting in your article? Whistler turned around and said nothing. All they said was... Because they were told the not to say they anything. Didn't. That's why everybody was telling it. Was, was so then they played the game on, then, didn't they? Let, yeah, oh, let me tell then, you, they were told what they could say after the meeting. Everybody on the meeting was told what they could say. It was agreed on the meeting what could be said. So now they played the game. So, and and this is the thing. This is what a fan representation group has to do. But what you then can't turn around and do is, when you don't like it, we're going to protest because West Ham will just say, well, you can't come in then. Or will they? Because there's a bit of me now thinks Amish United have played a blinding game here. Because I think the more they get invited in, the more it shows how weak the people running West Ham United are. Maybe that's the point. And, and, and I mean, I I felt to be. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but I say. I suspect that um, the, the 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 people from Hamish United going to this meeting probably privately know that this that they're going to get bored of this chance to have engagement with the club. And they know, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm not going to try and say waste of time because I don't want to make that remark, but they know 
they know dialogue with the club is futile. But I think they're probably going through the process of showing the people that why it is futile and then they can get down to the meat and potatoes of what they want to yeah, do. Yeah, no, I agree. The, but the then only I would problem, highlight the fact that they refused that they refused to do that originally. And this is the thing, you know, it's just like we're not doing that, we're not doing that. And then they do it, and nobody actually points the finger and says, "Hold up a minute, you said you wouldn't do that." You have the the, the only problem as highlighted by the West Ham Popular Front uh, since deleted for some reason, um, but the the West Ham Popular Front said. The West Ham Popular Front said, you know, you're really quick to vilify the people on the original OSB of not having the balls to stand up to the club, etc. But when they were in the same position, you know, they were the victims. And you're saying, look, none of the people on the OSB, and I know a lot of them because I was on there myself, or yes men or puppets, you know, there, there was a lot of debate and there was a lot of shots. Do you know what Irons and I had come you, out? Look, you, you and I were in Pride of Irons come out and said something very funny. I'm I'm sorry. We know uh, right, well, they get they get, you know, look look at look at the access that they get. Look at the promotion they get from the club. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. And that's what that, that doesn't smacks mean. Off. They're not a critical they're, it's friend. It's a tick box exercise oh, with them in there. No, 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 be no. That tick I'm, box. I'm sorry. That is, uh, that is nonsense. That is the way wrong. I see it. I, that is the way uh, I see uh, it. Let me tell you. And you've been at meetings. You you came as a yeah. as a uh, an honorary OSB member to the ticket meeting. Hold up. I sat on the uh, I sat on the SAB for five years, Sean. Yeah, yeah and I know I had that. To but we're talking about the people. Going to the club saying, why, why is he allowed to say this and why is he allowed to say that? Right. But when we sat down with Nicola Key and, you know, there's a lot of contentious issues, did we give her an easy ride or did we just roll over like nodding dogs going, yep, that's fine, Nicola? Or did we actually come with an agenda and actually say to her, this is fan feedback, this is what you think, this is what you're going to do about it? And you yourself sat in there arguing the point, which yeah, the club, no. some of the it's That's conceded. right. So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I'm not saying they're all nodding dogs, but what I'm saying is, let's take this fan representation as a group, right? And I will point the finger. West Ham United Supporters Club, the official supporters club. Yeah. We're all members. Yeah. When yeah. have we ever had an email asking us what we think? We're going to a meeting and we're doing this. What the hell are they doing there? Yeah, what no, you've got a good Andy Reid went on there, sat there, we got nothing. What are we, as members of that, getting out of it? Because fan representation, I believe, that's why well, I they're s- not a political set up. No, they ain't got a bit about If they're not political, piss off and let someone else do it then. It's a bit harsh on Andy. No, and I ain't. The supporters sh- club. Sh- hold up, do you help sh- save and, right, and yes. support? What are they doing? But it don't mean they're exempt from criticism. What are they doing there? If they're not telling their members what's right. going on, what right. are they doing? Yeah? Apart from having nibbles. Well, he's not having nibbles because he's at the supply zone. It's a Zoom meeting. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, what are they doing there? If they're not telling us, if they're not asking us, Amish United, at least go and ask their members. Wissa, I don't know what they do, couldn't care. But they're probably going out to their membership at the end of the day. 
and, and doing it. So at least they are representing fans. I don't see what Pride of Irons do. I don't see what BAME do. I don't see what the disability group do. They well, they, they all, they all whatever. support their own but members. But at, at the end of the day, those three, they all get a scratch. You scratch my back and I'll scratch yours relationship with West Ham United. Look at the people involved in the Zoom cameras on the stadium. Where did they come from? Yeah, and don't stand there and tell me it ain't a you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Because they've turned around and gone, oh, you, you and you, can you put people up to be on Zoom? Did they go to Amish United and said, can you put up three people to go on Zoom? Did they go to Whistler and say, did you put up three people? Did they go to West Ham Way podcast and say, can you give us three people to put up? No, they didn't. They went to their tick box club, like fans groups. Tick box, tick box, tick box. There you go. There's your there people. You go. All right, we're an hour and 23, uh, 24 minutes in. Just to recap, there's been no transfers. We haven't sold anyone. <laughs> Celtic have uh, offered us money, but the player turned it down. We've had a new kit leaked, and there was a consultancy meeting, which everyone's arguing about. There you go. <laughs> Good, <laughs> done it? it all in 30 seconds. <laughs> really, yeah. Wouldn't be content, though, would it? Uh, it's got to be time for this. <laughs> Uh, it's Facebook, Twitter, question time while you, the eight listeners, get to ask, or is it nine now, get us to ask us, and I say us, I mean Nigel, uh, questions uh, of fact or fiction. Um, Nigel? No, it is us. So tonight I put, did you really think we'd stop now football has stopped? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> of course not, dear. Oh, these people, who thought we wouldn't carry on? Generally, end of season is a world time. So give us your alternative award category and who you would award it to. Wanted to have a bit of fun. Uh, well, we should have done it. We should, we should turn some of these, the best ones, into awards and get people to vote. Eight people to vote on uh, we'll get Luke, uh, on We'll awards. get Len to... Uh... <laughs> Do a Lenny's. I've got eight people to vote in the Lenny's. We'll get Lenny's, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were so show. good last eight time. Eight people fucking voted. That's funny was that. I'll tell you. The funny thing about it, I hope people now realise that actually, because obviously when you've done the Lenny's, I, I think people thought it was me, it was you. That's back when people thought oh, I was funny. you. Yeah. <laughs> and because of, you know, of course we won two awards and then it was like, yeah. oh, you give yourself awards. And actually. Right. We Are, are we going to bring I back hadn't. the best West time? We are going to bring back the best West Ham podcast. Now, we've got a lot of uh, award because we've got, obviously, KUMB has got the mod, Modcast now. It's a new one on the block. Uh, we've The Modcast. Oh, was it? The Modcast. Yeah. Paul Weller they're, on they're it. On. Huh? Paul Weller on it. <laughs> no, he's I think not. It's the, oh, um, I'm going to guess it's the moderators, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is. It's pretty cool. Uh, you've, you've obviously got Stop Hammer Time. Shit uh, Hammer Time. You, I don't, don't say that. Uh, you've got, Can I just point um, out quickly? Sorry. Yeah, I do listen to it every every time. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got the West Ham way. Who who else is still going? Are the free Hammers still going? Yeah, but there's only two of them. Are they still going though? Yeah, they are. And then you have got the like the Green Street Hammers and, and who are they? You've got little. Iron United. Got, we are West Ham. 
Is that a podcast or is it a vodcast? I, I get confused, right? Uh, in my view, it's got to be on iTunes to be a proper podcast. If it's if it's just put on uh, YouTube, it's not a podcast. It has to be on iTunes oh, right. or, you know, popular. Well, we are West you know, Ham, done by The Athletic. Yeah, we are West Ham. That was the other one I was thinking and of. It, and, um, and to be frank, I don't know if Ross Shane Thomas listens from The Athletic or whatever. So that was dishwater. <laughs> <laughs> who, who else is there? Uh, <laughs> We came fourth last time we held this award, didn't we? Ahead of the BBC. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but self-praise uh, is no praise, isn't that right, then? That's right. What other West Ham podcasts are no we missed? Um, I don't know, actually. To be fair, I, I listen... Street, Street Hammers, I thought, was one. The American West Ham podcast. Are they which still is going called something Henry else Brand? now. It's something else now, isn't it? I can't remember what it's called. <clears throat> anyway, we will have a vote, not just on our medium for the best. Uh, and it, it wouldn't see, be funny if we. He can't do that. It just, he just open can of it. Just what? It just upsets people. Yeah. Just, yeah, but that's some people know, ain't got a sense of humour. It's yeah. what I do. Yeah, I wind up. You upset people. people yeah. yeah, it is, John. It is what it's you what do. It's what I do. But you don't have you to. Wind. As I said to you, you wind. Uines is the uh, athletic one, by the way. West Ham Way USA podcast. Uh, Green Street Hammers I've podcast. I've heard of that one. What was that? West Ham Way USA? Yeah. Who does uh, that? West Ham is Why We Drink podcast. Oh, mate. That's West Ham Ash. I'll tell you, you need to have a drink to watch that. Um, I'll tell you something, Sean, <laughs> at night. Yeah, yeah, we're the only podcast, podcast with two East Londoners on it. That is true, mate. That is true. That's something to say, isn't that, it? Actually, that is... Oh, no. Uh, well, uh, what about... Who don't, West, uh, don't fans TV still do their podcast? Do you know what? I'm, I thought that the other day. I have never done I a don't podcast. Think done well. When they do no, it, then, right. so we can't really like anyway, claim to that. So so bigger plugs to all their other competitors? Probably not, no. But then again, they also don't sit on the end call competitors, Gash. But then again, I must know it's gash because I've listened to it. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I know lots of people listen to all the different podcasts. I don't have enough time to listen. Neil to Neil from more, Down Under, he's bloody everywhere. Cool. Good day, Neil. Cool. If you're listening, uh, right, Lewis Erentrout, cool. old Happy Chops himself, says bonjour. I don't know why he's saying goodbye, but thanks for keeping the pod going throughout. Keeps me going on his dog walks. He's got lovely dogs, by the way. Well, he's got box, you know, uh, he, he's got some lovely looking dogs. Uh, uh, he's got a, an award. Yeah, you ready? I don't know if it's a question or award. Who is the biggest trouser snake in the showers? So he's gone for A. Ogbonna, B. Antonio, C. Diop, yeah, like this, D. Noble. And then he's put, I had to include a white player so it's not stereotyping. <laughs> I ain't answering that one. I have got on. no interest I'll in that. I don't know Antonio either. myself, but, you know. What do you reckon, Len? Whatever folks I don't know, mate. I, I, no, I'd rather not think about it, to be honest. No? Not, you're not going to go for a Diopodoplosaurus? Or a... I'll go for Ogbonna, then. No, I mean, he missed out on the player of the year. You've got to give him a big todger, ain't you? Well, or, or would that Major be means. Bona? You know, if... if I, yeah. okay. See, that's... That's why I'm here, people. <sighs> Paul Noland 
it's the chauffeur. Evening gents, chauffeur. He goes, beep, beep. He goes, a cheeky, a cheeky little after-season podcast, seasoned with the normal sarcasm. Nice. It's not cheeky because we're just carrying on, mate. We're here every week. A couple of things then. He says, as we know, it's silly season. Regarding transfers, it's a question for Sean. Which ones should we believe and which ones are pie in the sky? Well, I, I will help you there, Paul Noland. It's, it's basically, <laughs> is when Sean reports it, it's garbage, pie in the sky. But then when he writes the article the next day that says, no, that weren't true, what we wrote yesterday, then you can believe that. So that just, so <laughs> perhaps what you do is read Current and You every other day and just try and pick the day where they rubbish the articles. Well, do you know what? We also before. use the rumorator. We've got a rumorator, which rumorator. just reminded me to bring a rumorator. And the rumorator is from very low, right? Never going to happen. Low, unlikely to happen. Medium, high, and very high. When it's very high, the deal is going to be done. High, you know. So, so that, we're bringing that, that, that back. That sounds like the machine they put people with rheumatism on. <laughs> rumorator. Just like here, Doris. We're just putting you on the rumorator. Question for Nigel. It's Paul Noland, by the way. Uh, do you have any interest in summit facts? No, I don't, frankly. For, for what? Any interest in what? Summer facts. I think he meant, but he spelled summer wrong. He put summit facts. All right. Uh, question for George. What are you having for your dinner? Is it salad weather? Really, he's not here. Well, you uh, ain't going to get any. Just to be clear, John and George ain't going to be around yeah, until yeah. September. So I should have, I should have highlighted that. John, no questions. He's put, but Len, what's the cost of a drawing? Uh, you can answer that, Len, by pointing him in direction. www.cannyntownlin.com. Um, it's all on there, all you need to know. It's too long-winded answer. And if you mention more than just a podcast, we'll add on an extra fiver. Oh, no. So you get that. you get to pay more if, but if I you're might a, tell you what I'll do. I'm as a credit in club cash. Have, <laughs> yeah. If you mention one of just a podcast, you can have a copy with Nigel and uh, and Sean on it, like David Holtzik had. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, he did, didn't he? Oh, no. I'm not sure you should so be talking about David Holtzik. Because... Because uh, it's supposed to be a surprise. And I hope so. Yeah, but his, his family don't listen. And I'll just point out, you didn't put me in the window of the Bible shop like I asked. Um, no, I didn't do that. I looked at it and I thought, so, you know no, what? Thanks for using the same version Did you not notice when yeah. I asked you? I actually took him out of the reply one. just in case so you wouldn't see it. Just in case. But anyway. Ah. See, I was going to listen to this. He listens to this. I've seen the picture. I know I'm not in it. Oh, right, oh, you've seen the picture? Yeah. Yeah, he sent it to us, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was a gift. Sorry, Dave. It's a gift Sorry, for his Dave. wife. She don't listen. Yeah, Unless she's in the car. Hang oh, on, Terry. Uh, <laughs> Terry, yeah. yeah. Hi, Terry. Happy birthday. <laughs> That's what you want for your birthday. <laughs> Which middle-aged New York State woman doesn't want a portrait by an English East Ender as there? As their present, eh? So hey. you've just called her middle-aged. Well, isn't she? You're a right charmer, you, aren't you? She hey, doesn't you listen. You said she doesn't listen. You don't talk about women's ages. Right? Anyway, we're still on Paul Noland. God. Right. He's put, what are everyone's thoughts for a potential lockdown for over 50s? 
should he renew his season ticket is he might not be able to attend as being over 50, which we all are, to be fair. I don't think I'm speaking out of turn here as the youngest one here. I'm just under. Oh, are you? All right. Perhaps yeah. I'm not the youngest one. When you turn 50, <laughs> then? Uh, the season is really... Come, coming up soon. Years, no. Sorry, say that again. Yeah, yeah, I think you did tell me you're 48, actually. Yeah, I am 48, yeah. <sighs> Sorry, fellas. One thing we haven't highlighted as well, apparently, if London goes into lockdown, there'll be no driving into London or anyone coming in past the M25, which would bugger me up because the M25 is 250 yards from my front door, but I'm on the Essex side of it. So I'm the same, mate. Not, I may how not get, be able to get the work. Come on, though. How are they going to patrol that, eh? Man the barricades. With cameras. Mate, if yeah, TFL right. can take a three-lane road built for cars outside Tottenham Court Road and make it one lane, give two cars for cyclists, two lanes for cyclists that no one's used, and leave the rest of cars things, and then have an advert where they say, every journey matters, I'm sure they'll find a way. Like, um... Daniel Street said today, the, the threat of lockdown is a nuclear deterrent, right? Ain't going to really happen. It's Armageddon. It's Armageddon for all as if they do a, a national lockdown. They wouldn't. They're and they're really. National. They're saying London. London, infection rates, although they've grown, the problem is still mostly in the north. Have a look, and I've said this before. I've stopped reading the press like John, right? What I look for, and this is Public Health England, right? Look for the infection rates per 100,000 in your local area. That really tells you what's going on, the infection rates. The R number, that's how many people you infect. All that tells you, you know, if you've got a small number of people, if they're infecting five people, you've got an R number of four. But if it's only one person, you know, infecting five people, it's disproportionate. But the the, the number per 100,000 is the key one. And this is the one where the Bundesliga have said, if we get under five per 100,000 infection rates, we can reopen full capacity to London, uh, to stadiums. If we um, reach 35, we're going to have this restricted model that you've just talked about. So that that is a key measure. If you want to get rid of all this project fear... Well, look, part the of the EB's email was saying to me that they're on the rise in Germany, infections. So... Oh, really? Yeah. All right. But look, honestly, if you want to get rid of all this media hype about London locking down and everything, look at the, the infection rate per 100,000 in your area and, 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 and don't listen to what the, the tabloid media says can happen because often it's not true. Stick to the facts. Well, we know your season ticket anyway because at the end of the day, the club does need that interest-free loan from you. Well, I've done mine. So or, or... Or do what Geode's done from Hammer's Chat and change your second name to Whetstone because then you can be lucky in the ballot every single time and, and get uh, miraculously win the ballot when the ballot does come around. Yeah, there you go. Not a bad idea. Uh, that was quick, Quickly, we're still on Paul Noland. <laughs> we um, are. <laughs> end of season awards he's got. Who's got the best tattoo? Roberto Lanzini, Anderson, Antonio or Wilshire? Well, I don't like the Nick one, so it ain't Roberto. Uh, Lanzini. Yeah, probably What's Lanzini. Antonio's and Wilshere's and Anderson's? I, I don't know. I don't know. I only know Lanzini. I so. can't answer the question no. then, can I? Oh, well, well, he's I'm going to say Lanzini because I saw a picture of him. I'm going to have to Google right. their toes. Yeah. Have a look and let us know. So um, basically, Paul Noland 
finishes finally to me and you, Sean, uh, in particular, no land was not funny in 1982 when he was 14, and it ain't funny in 2020 when he's 52. <laughs> it's no deal yeah, in the end. Too right. Yeah, so, well done. Thanks for that, Paul. No land. No land. No land. Sorry, I apologise for my friends. Uh, don't apologise. I say friends in the loosest possible way. <sighs> Martin Rowe Sports. There's a name for you, people, for people that remember it. Evening all. He says, my award is, who have not given value for money? Uh, Anderson, Wiltshire, or Lanzini? Dead eight. Dead eight. All of them. He's gone for Anderson, to be fair. I've got to go. You've got to pick one. You can't yeah, go all okay. of them. That's a cop. Oh, Anderson. Because he's the dearest, and, I'm and thinking it's value well, for money. Value for money. Yeah, it's got to be Anderson. It's got to be Anderson. Uh, question for you, Will, will Dear Garner stay and where are you playing? Well, I'll answer quickly. Yes, he will. And on the pitch. Sean? Yeah. I think the danger is David Moyes is his own man. And if a big came in of over 20 million, I think you'd be tempted to sell him and use the money to buy a number of other players. And I know that won't be a popular answer, but I'm just saying as I see it. I thought he wanted him. I thought he was keen on having him back, no? Or is that That's one of them lie articles? That's why I want him money, back so we can sell him. <laughs> money talks. Money talks. If you've got some money. <sighs> right, okay. Auntie Penn. Hello, She's Auntie Penn. My alternative award would go to you all for keeping this going and us entertained every week. Not sure you might say that this week. Uh, I know it's a bit biased because she's my aunt. My real aunt at that. If you're listening still, not 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 a made up one, uh, but you'll do a great job. Well done, she says. Thank you very much. We like one. Thank you very much. Nicholas Harvey, double helping a Brady out this week because he forgot it last week, which we didn't notice. Nick uh, Brady out, Brady out. He goes. He said he's delighted to see we've carried on, while those overpaid Premier League uh, other podcasters, sorry players, uh, are having their free week holidays. So is his alternative awards. The Gerald Ratner Award for running a football club uh, goes to the Baroness, who manages once again to alienate fans with virtually everything she does. A special congratulations to Rita for winning this award for the 10th consecutive year. No other chief reset can rival Rita for the disdain she shows to her old fans. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me. He then moves on to the Chairman's Award, and that goes to the man with more secret sources than Nines. It's the one and only Mr. Sean Whetstone for defending the indefensible and publishing exactly <laughs> what he's been asked to do. There you go. Uh, the Donald Trump Award for best use of social media goes to the WHU media team for putting Jack Wilshere in a washing machine. <laughs> that was funny. And the Talk Shite News Award. I'll tell you a funny story about that. That was actually done months before they released it. Oh, when he was proper injured. Oh. Dear, yeah. oh dear. Yeah. <clears throat> You've got the big one, the big award. And the Talk Shite News Award goes to Claret and Spew for managing to publish 30 stories a day when there's no real news. You'd have liked me rant earlier then, uh, Nicholas. Uh, keep up the good let, work, let, gents. Let, let me ask you two a question. Snog, marry or avoid uh, GSP? Where'd you go?
Nigel. Oh, that's that's tough. Snug, marry or avoid? Avoid. Uh, snug, Brady. I'd marry Gold because he's going to go quick. He ain't going to go long, is no, he? No, that's right. And I would Take avoid the Sullivan like that. the plague. Len? Yeah, I'd marry Goldie. Um, as For his money? Just said. Yeah, yeah. Um, we ain't got a lot, Lizzie. Yeah, I've got a you. snog reader and avoid Sullivan altogether. Okay. All right. What about so, you? What so have just you done? He'd do all um, three the reader. You're joking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I'd, I'd probably go for the money. You see, if you if you married Sullivan, you've you've actually got 1.1 billion. If you're just looking at it from a few pure gold digging way, right? You know, and are you uh, snogging? That's what we want to know. Yeah. Well, what's Sullivan uh, like to snog, Sean? <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be only, uh, young Karen. <laughs> it's got to be young Karen, is not it? He's he's never so, snogged. He's only licked. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So uh, I, I think you're missing a trick by not marrying uh, yeah. Sullivan. So you 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 know, if you're going to go gold digger money, yeah. So you're marrying Sullivan. So who are you snogging and who are you avoiding? Oh, I'm I'm snogging uh, the Baroness. Oh, right. Long and passionately, yeah. I imagine. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, dear. Yeah, very good. Moving on. All right, my handsome Alio's doing. He said he nearly fell up my milk stall with excitement when I saw your message you were doing a special. It ain't a special. It's the first week it's carried on, mate. Uh, proper transfer special. Yeah, all right. Next week I'll bring the punters in. We might get nine or ten this week. Proper ransoms, my beauties. Award categories for your delight. Award one, you decide. Who gets the award for mentioning food the most on this season's podcast and therefore the winner of You Fat Bastard? Nigel the Pie Man, Sean the Judith Chalmers of the podcast, or George the Dinner Fanatic? It's got to be George, isn't it? Well, it mentions, well I think it's you, actually, that mentions you, food Sean. more, Sean. Yeah, you Do I? Yeah, because... You remember that fish podcast we had? Oh, yeah, we did. In lockdown, we were talking about barbecuing fish. I do remember now. There you go. So there you go. And I, I, I tell you what, I, I've just been to Hailing Island for the weekend, and I had an amazing Did cassoulet. you call it? What? Hailing Island? <laughs> um, have, you, have you had a cassoulet? A what? It's a stew of bean stew, isn't it? Well, it's it's not just a bean stew. It, it it comes from Toulouse in France, and it is yeah. it's um, beef, lamb, pork, and sausage with yeah. Harrogate beans I in a lovely stew. Harrogate and, beans? And, they come from Yorkshire. Oh, and duck. They're, yeah, are they beans from Yorkshire? And and look, I've eat, I I know a lot of French people. I often go to Toulouse, and where where this dish was founded and, and had it from really top restaurants. But this place in Hailing Island, it's called the Lang Lang Langtown Keys Resort so it's Hotel. Chinese, why you said it. Um, I had the best cassoulet I've ever tasted. So, And they do a, a, an amazing mushroom uh, wellington as well, by the way, just in case you're there. And the mussels as a starter are to die for. There you go. You're, you're you wrong. I don't talk about food at all. In the year. 
Sorry? You win the award. Yeah, you win you the award, Sean. That, do you know what? That just summed up how poncy you are as well, mate. Yeah. All that food. What and did you crap. wash it down with, Sean? Shut up, I like that. I don't know why I'm knocking him. Uh, yeah. <sighs> A little, little bit of claret. <laughs> yeah. Dear, oh dear. Not bad. Yeah. Anyway, no, I don't talk about Breakfast food. in Spoons is two quid at the moment, people. Fill your oh, boots. Yeah. Eat Spoons. out. Eat out. <sighs> Eat out to help out. So I went in Spoons the other night, first time back. Oh, what a delight with my uncle. Right? We, I had a bot- the old draft beer was off. The gas had gone. And he had a bottle of um, Moretti, large bottle. I had a bottle of Magnus, £3.50. Some pubs charge me five fifty or six quid for a bottle of Magnus alone. People knock spoons. Come on, people. I've Reassuringly done... expensive, though. Yeah, well, you say that. The, the problem with price sometimes is it allows sort of the riffraff in. And if you Mate, want, have you not been to with the spoons? What do you expect? When you say riffraff, what is it? Because we sit there and drink lager with our feet up and burp and fart at times. Is, is I, that a problem? I just, you know... You you get a lot of the sort of no, I won't say. <laughs> yeah. Beam me up, Michelin snotty. star restaurants just don't have that oh. problem. Yeah, the only Michelin stars I go, mate, are tyres. That's it. Right. Anyway, by 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 the way, if you last thing on food, if you're in Halion Island, the other place I recommend is the Olive Leaf. Uh, a really nice chap I met from uh, South Sea there who runs the pub. He's only just taken over the pub. He's already 18 grand in debt because of the lockdown. He's trying to make a living. Go and visit him. They do the meanest burger you will ever is taste West in the whole of No. Of oh, I'd forget him then. Stuff he's, him, mate. He's, a... Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. He's trying to make a living. Uh, olive tree. He right might be on a Millwall fan for all we know. Just, just, just by East, East Coat. I think it's uh, East Oak Corner on the beach. Uh, they do the best burgers in Hailing Island. There you go. Little little recommendation. And by the looks of Sean, he's tried all the burgers on Hailing Island. As yeah. Well. And and, and uh, oh. in a few weeks' time, I'm off to Isle of Wight, so I'll give a food review from the Isle of Wight. Any Isle of Wight hammers, let me know, uh, and we can meet up. I had a great week. Being, but can you go to Black Gang Chime with me, just to let me know if it's still there? It is still there. Last time I was there, but I will go to Black go Gang there. I want to know because uh, like, I want to know if I need to go back. Because I love that. I'm, I'm staying in Ventnor for, uh, in a couple of weeks. Oh, Ventnor, very nice. Yeah, we were yeah. shankling people. But uh, who, like Len, this is for you, yeah? Right. Who was flip-flop most of the season? Nigel the flip or Sean the flop? Oh, Sean flips and he flops. No, it wasn't. It was DJ Russie. Well, because he had a flip-flop on. Yeah. Oh, no, it was me. Definitely flip-flop. Definitely. Well, I'll let you guess this Sean one as well, Len. So All he right. goes, which accents gets the best word for most accuracy from Nigel? Uh, Greek, German, Welsh, Indian, or Somerset? Somerset. Somerset, I like your Somerset. I do that well. <laughs> not like that, I don't, do I? Hello. No. But not Belinda. Well, we'll get to her later. And finally, the most controversial said, who's been the most disloyal podcast member this year? Nigel, I will go any podcast YouTube event if asked. <laughs> George, is it time for dinner yet? Because I've been here for five minutes. 
John, how long have we got to go on this podcast? Because I've been here for 10 minutes. Or Sean, is that talk sport? Yes, of course, I'll come on and talk about West Ham. Well, it's a tough, well, tough one, this one, isn't yeah. it? Disloyal. Disloyal. I'll just point Has out, I virtually disloyal? appeared on every podcast this season. You are a slag. Yeah. <laughs> and I have, from, uh, I have appeared have on everyone. I don't think I've missed one. This season. I, I am faithful only to you. Yeah, that is actually yeah, no one that else is true. On. Yeah. <laughs> actually, not I th- you'll, you'll be in undated now. I think it's actually it when listen, you went through it, but podcast. it's got to be George. George has lost the love this season on the podcast. It's his podcast. He founded it, but he's lost the love. This Where season. is the love? Where is the love? Sorry, George. You won't be listening, so I don't know why I'm saying sorry. Hmm. And he's given a special longevity award, Dodsey, by the way. Uh, and he's given that to Maid Merriam for his persistence in the one pound booking fee saga. Oh, bloody hell. It's one pound fifty booking fee, actually. Yeah. That's what you said. I, I might start a GoFundMe page. Um for Dodsey. Should we start a GoFundMe page for, 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 for the uh, Maid Merriam? Yeah. Well the Welsh get their way and go it alone. Who knows what the rate of exchange will be? <sighs> What's the we Welsh currency? Go from me page for you to for your season ticket renewal as well. Thank you very much. Next up, it's our favourite geek, uh, Greek goddess, I should say, uh, Belinda. <laughs> Hello, my name is Belinda Kaikitis, and I'm not really Greek. See, it says, Hello, Metty Pips, she says, I'm not really Greek. Are my alternative words are for the best and most offensive accent, a Welsh, a Greek, a West Country, a posh lady. Indian or Caribbean, most sweary presenter, Sean or Nigel. The special Bobby Moore Endurance Award to the eight listeners who managed to get through the infamous three-hour show intact. (laughs) She's got a question for the week. Who are we selling this week, apart from Rice? We've covered that, Bill. But she loves the show. Four kisses, two for me and one each for you. Hello, my name is Belinda Kaikitis, and I'm not really Greek. See, that's the way she says, hello. See, it just, it just trips <laughs> off the tongue. See, <laughs> see, see the, anyway, see, moving on. See, we, we've got to one hour 53. Have we done that on, on uh, the end of the season? Oh, mainly you, really, Sean, Sean to be you. Ed Hughes loves a bit of squirrel. Uh, evening. Which club do you want to see come up from the playoff and why? Brentford. I want Brentford. Fulham. Because I've done a portrait for three Brentford fans and they were... I like, I like the bees. I like the bees. All right. I thought you liked a bit of cottaging. No? No, I went I went for Brentford. So oh, right. if if it's Fulham, that's you. You're the cottaging. Oh, right. Isn't okay. it? We keep it. Is that right? <laughs> yes, well done. Uh, we keep hearing you're, you're a football expert, Sean. We keep hearing that players are going to be oh, sold. Oh, funny you should say I'm a football oh. expert. That's why Four Four Two Magazine have asked me to do the West Ham preview. God help <laughs> the printed magazine. Go and get Four Four Two. I'll get it. Special West Ham um, yeah, special oh, preseason. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna hate it. Yeah. I'll send you a preview. Do that. Make sure they put a good picture of you. See if they'll put your can in town. You could double up. Use your lending thing. Don't forget to buy your 
Oh, they didn't have room for pictures, so oh. I got a bio and, and I've got a mention. Yeah, well, you'd lost a bit of weight. They might have found room for your son, but still. <laughs> uh, yes, as for the alternative end of season awards, the Kick the Cat Award for the match wound you up the most. He says his was throwing it away against a terrible Arsenal side at only yeah, December. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I concur. The worst Arsenal side I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm yes, sure. managed to lose 3-1 to him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. I agree. Oh, the Pellegrini rose tinted glasses wolf for the player that the manager refused to drop despite a terrible runner form. Lanzini. He said Roberto would yeah. have won it, but he's doing outfield players only. Yeah. Yeah. Next I've up I've never been a fan. We've got the Colonel still in his dap the Dicky Bowen tie. Hello. Saunders. Yes. Sorry. I just I thought people would know that if I call him the Colonel. He's down to that now. Hello, always says, I have to start the rant this week. Seriously, what's happening with season ticket renewal this year? How on earth can the club really justify even asking fans to pay for a full season on top of moving loads of us into Bobby Moore lower and messing up groups we'd formed when we moved from Upton Park? He used to have a nice aisle seat, row 14, 497, and now he's in the middle four rows back. GSB out. He says, thanks for all the great podcasts we've done this season. You're welcome. Cheers, Colonel. I mean, admit it, Sean. That is a typical cock up, isn't it, of West Ham? The software has oh, had a malfunction. always something else. We worry about going to the stadium in lockdown because we know they're going to fuck that up as well. They screw out everything. The software has let them down. Square pegs in round holes. Here you go. Oh, boils. Well, well, well. We didn't expect this particularly, but Sean has been on a jolly. So here goes. What do you mean, <sighs> been on a jolly? Well, he obviously read your Facebook. You went in Hailing Island, Island here. Hailing. You know, like Hailing the Cab. Uh, yeah. So here goes, boys. Question for George. Will you be taking advantage of the government 50% of dinner voucher? No, he won't. <laughs> <sighs> Question for John, Boyo. What do you think of the rumours? The Villa have 100 million to spend, and we have the odd 50p. Question for Niger. Nick Cave. Yes, I know. I say big yes. I do like Nick Cave, yes. To be fair, I couldn't really work out how good he was. And I must admit, I do really enjoy the one. It was the one he did with Kylie that I really got into. And then... some of his other stuff that you listen to and the, the only thing I was disappointed in is which is a fantastic song is when they used like the, the Red Hand for Peaky Blinders it made it such a popular song where it was a great song on its own and people should have known it before then for me <sighs> question for Sean Boyle how much interest do you believe the club will make on us loaning their money oh Boyle we pay all fully for our season tickets up front and where's my 200 quid so, loaning what money? Just to be clear, I think some people have got confused. The, no, no the they issue, your the You told him it was an f- interest-free loan. It is an interest-free loan. Right, so the loan was the confusion. You told them. So, so at the moment, it's an interest-free loan on... Um, yeah, on and how, the, much interest, uh, how much interest they're going to get? To the club, Mike. Who? The Who? club. The club. Right, let's just clear this up. 
uh, Trip Smith at the moment has oh, loaned money oh, to listen, clubs as a shareholder. Oh, you charge no you interest. Stop, 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 stop. Listen to me, yeah? We're giving them 20-odd million quid free of interest. 23 and a half million. Right? They will percent. bank it and keep it, not use it, and will be earning interest on it. They are earning... No, they won't. They... No, no, no. That money will go straight out the door. I mean, we're oh. use it to pay Belair's oh, instalment and on, Thomas Suchek's instalment. Hang, hang on a minute. Yeah. I'd like to quote Mr. Gold. Uh, and he said that when money is moved from somewhere, it stops accruing interest, so the interest has to be paid. That was his cock and bull story about paying the interest. So hang what's on a minute, no. good for the goose... Is good for the gander. Oh, let's get this right. They'll be using some of the Sky money to pay for Suchek and pay for this and pay for that. Our money will be put in a bank account and they'll back for emergencies. And while it's sitting in that bank account, it will be earning interest. Right. So feel free I, to buy my understanding is my understanding is that the cash flow. Remember. The way we would budget, and you can't argue this, the way we would usually budget is the club get £23.5 million from season ticket sales about this time of year, right? A bit more from corporate entertainment, but that most uh, corporate hospitality, that mostly comes in as a monthly direct debit. The £23.5 million, if you don't agree with this figure, look at the accounts. It's put down as a debt, £23.5 million, right? That is budgeted for cash flow, to pay for things, normal things, this time of year. There's a great big hole where that money used to be. It is disingenuous to believe it's going to be put in a bank account and and uh, and earn interest. I'm sorry, Nigel, but that's poppycock. What's it going to be spent on them? Whatever usually we spend it. Wages. Which is what? Um, wages, instalments. A lot of the instalments. Every club will be going through this. The, the Allaire... Each issue was all about often instalments are paid at the end of seasons or the beginning of seasons. In the case of Alaire, our two payments are 5.4 million quid. One was due at the end of the season, which was why there was a dispute between May and July. Another one was due at the beginning of the season, why there's a dispute between August and September. Don't be in doubt. We got less sky money this year. We finished 16th. We got about 112 million, right? less than the 121 million we received the year before. So we're 10 million down on that. We're 10 million down on ticket sales. Do you know what? It's not rocket science. The money, those losses, the 20 million we've lost, just those two things on their own, have to come from somewhere, right? No, you don't. And, you have and to go without them. You've got to, no, you don't. All you plug the hole. The same, we've got a £135 million pound wage bill. We don't ask the customer for money for a product that we don't have. Well, Every that, business has lost dough. Or you borrow money from banks. But guess what? I've been told today the lenders are getting very twitchy about lending money to banks. So... Uh, sorry, to football clubs. Banks do not want to lend to football yeah, clubs. We've already had a problem with that. Blame them. In the past, we've gone offshore to, what's his name, to bore, um, borrowed money. Do you know how much we pay for that money we borrow on this mousehole, Vibrec, media rights and funding? We pay 10% interest. If only we had the rich owner, a billionaire. Would we rather borrow? Well, they've already put 30 million in, Len. Well, they're going to have to dig a little bit deeper. 
Did you know what the price of commercial property is at the moment? Oh, it's don't give them monkeys. The ain't no problem. I've just told you my business is down 50%. I haven't whinged as much as you have on his behalf. All I'm saying is, right, I don't think, whether, right, whether they're billionaires, millionaires, whatever, I don't think the owners are going to put any more of their dough in. It's up to I'll you to judge it. whether that's wrong or right. Many other we clubs have done exactly the money same. Southampton, we can't deliver. Southampton, Southampton, Southampton have asked for all the money up front. Other clubs. Um, what did I say to you earlier? Right, be different. You don't have to. West Ham don't have to follow the crowd. They could be the ones to take the lead and say no. More than just a football club. See, now, if you are well, more than just yeah. a football club, yeah, you Which will do that. Yeah, but they're not. What they are is just another football club. Yeah. In fact, All just right. another More from you, and we're just a football club. Yeah. That's it. All I'm saying is, well, to go back to the interest story, right, they've deferred their interest. They're not taking interest during this COVID period, right? They're not getting any paybacks That's during nice. this period. Right, Trip Smith is not charging any interest on his I'll loan. Tell you, I'll tell you what well. they can do for goodwill. All the money they've took out in interest payments, put that back into the club. Now, we know they've put the yeah. million. Put that money back in. Well, you, you could, could argue. Because actually, you, if that's money that the, the, the club could you have could argue. Out. Yeah. The money they've put back in as rights issue, but why the, just to be clear, because some people think, oh, they're going to earn from this. They don't no, earn no, any interest. They don't think. But what I'm saying they, well, is... No, some people don't understand. You could argue the money they've put in a rights issue to own what they already own yes. is greater than the interest they've earned. Well, all shareholders did that, and, and obviously apart from one, and we all know it's Karen Brady by the amount of shares that weren't done, Sean. I, I bet you never followed it up, did you? And if you didn't find out... I, I did ask... Of course it was. So we know it's a a sale of an increased share price by like 0.5%. Or you know, from fifty or one percent something to fifty-one percent something it was. was, and it all sums up that it has to be Karen Brady because she was the only one that didn't have anything, and there's no way she was putting money in. But anyway, Golden Sullivan put back the interest they've taken. That will go a long way with a section of the fans that sit on the fence. Yeah, how much interest they taken, Sean? Um, I think it's approximately sixteen million. There you go. Um, Give it back to the club, yeah, because you'll get it back when you sell the club, people. You'll get it back and more when you get your 30 shekels of silver for what you've done. And then, you know, well, I won't say everyone about it because we still won't be. Anyway. Uh, Stelios no, Kiriakou, called Jazz Stel, my old mucker, who gets the Sean Whetstone Award for taking absolutely no notice who's sitting next to you. When he got off the plane to find Bobby Zamora was there. <sighs> Just landed yeah. in dear old Blighty, he says, because he's been to Portugal, people. Where the Portuguese seem to be treating COVID with far more seriousness than those that visited the beaches of England last week. I mean, flying back today, he was in an empty airport, but I think it's because they heard there was English people there and they didn't want to get anywhere near him. Little did they know he was Greek. Uh, but anyway, it's not a COVID health and safety program. Let's crack on. Do you believe awarding the Hammer of the Year to young, talented Declan was a way for the fans to try and stop him leaving the club? Because we all know that Hammer of the Year should have been Angelo Ogbonna. 
Well, I, I don't think collectively supporters could arrange to do that. Perhaps us fans are really racist and we didn't like a Johnny Foreigner coming to take the ball. I <gasps> can't the say ball. stuff like that. More <laughs> than just a podcast. <laughs> in no way reflect the point of other broadcast presenters or more than just a podcast itself. This is his out. Lawyers should write to Nigel Khan directly. Uh, care of uh, Oliver's pie mash. Yeah, it was, it was you that said dirty Italian, Sean. Not nice. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Back to which I apologise. I think I think the break made a difference. I, I, you know. Yeah. Um, when you look at it over it, that extended amount of time. When you look at what Declan's done this season. Um. He deserved it. it. That goal, uh, yeah, it's hard in, to say didn't breaking through it. to England, playing every minute of every game in every Premier League game. That Forty appearance, sort of swung it. Oh, the fact that he played every minute of every game—that uh, is uh, well done today. Uh, he's all. He then says, uh, "Youth Family of the Year was Nathan Holland. Is that true? Like, the Youth Family of the Year was yeah, Nathan just been today. <laughs> How can you give it to a young player that didn't fucking play for us? Stupid. We'll just, Who else we'll, could have been a contender? Well, and Gakia or uh, Johnson. Well, we can't give it to him. <laughs> well, <I'm done. laughs> Hang on a minute. Johnson, a young ben player Johnson. is often given to someone who's who's gone out on loan. Actually, well, it shouldn't be. Reece Oxford won it while he was out on loan. It I should, think. I remember rightly. Uh, will this award demonstrate that Dave I know all about young players more is that we may just have talented youngsters or could possibly make the step up to the senior squad. Or is our youth academy dead in the water? Well, I think you've been a bit arsed there, Stel, to be fair. Uh, other awards has gone a dinner of the season award with George, who always has his dinner during the podcast. And he also is here. Nigel's going to get a special award by Deliveroo for food delivery person of the season too. Well done, that fella. Thanks for that, Russ, if you're listening with that glorious picture of me walking away from you with me one sock up and me one sock down. Are you a mason, by the way? I was just going to say, like, some demented mason. No, I'm not. Are you a mason? No, I've always refused to join the masons. because How many times have you been asked to join the masons? Uh, well, my mum's a mason and my stepdad's a mason. So, quite oh. often. You've got I bet black Sean's black. a mason. I'm not a mason. I have, I've been invited, but I You'd have not. Blackboard. But I'd, I'd, <laughs> we're not a secret society. We're a society with secrets. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Who was that? Larry Grayson? <laughs> yeah. Who was that? That's, that's Nigel's mason, actually. Yeah, there you go. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, upset loads of masons. The only mason I knew was Gary Mason, and he weren't all that a boxing either. Uh, Ian Gravitt said he stopped watching the Mighty Hammers during the reopening of the season. Watched with the Wolves game, we lost. Watched the Spuds game, we lost. Began watching the Chelsea game, gold this lad. He said then they went down the other end, got a penalty and he turned it off. But we won. He didn't watch Newcastle game, we drew. Watched Burnley game, we lost. We didn't watch Norwich, we won. He didn't watch Watford, Man U or Villa. <sighs> Maybe superstition. But do you guys have any pre-match rituals or things that you do before a game? You used to have a pair of Calvin Klingons, he says, which you wore at the games and we always won. Got thrown out just before Newcastle home game and they lost 3-1. You, you got, are you superstitious, Jay? Lynn? No, not really. I don't think I've had a pre-match ritual. Sure. Really. We, we added some superstitions with John and George and, and, and Mark and 
an, another George who used to go and it, it was um superstitions if if you bought a girlfriend or another friend and you won then you'd invite them back again like they were a lucky omen and if if you lost you'd say no you're not coming back again so often the people go yeah yeah you can come again because every time you come we win and or you can't ever come to football again because you're unlucky you that's go. the only sort of superstitions top banks uh, John Hunt. Uh, evening, boys. My question is, if we after hungry championship players, isn't that basically what Norwich had? Surely we have to strike a balance. Uh, you are right, John. I, I have said it before that sometimes you have to um, be wary. If you keep buying championship players, you just build a team fit for the championship. Let's just remember, right, before we slag it all off, Gerard Bowen was a championship Not slagging player. slagging it off. What we're saying is, if, if that Antonio was a championship player, right? Chris. Thomas Suchek was alone. So when people talk about... I thought he was Czech. What? Thomas Suchek was alone with an option to buy before people slag off loans, free agents, etc. What's a free agent that worked out for us? Um... Pablo Zabaleta in the beginning, I thought all was an agents make us pay, mate. Huh? All agents make us pay. Uh, who else was a free agent? That wasn't Adrian a free agent as well. You know, so so it's it's you know, you can have success with. Um, um, my point is, you can have success with free agents, loan players, and championship players. Let's not tar everyone with the same brush. Uh, last but not least, it's Nicholas Stanley. He says, I'd give the David Sullivan to take that award because whatever he said, whatever he did, he didn't mean it. He just wanted boys back for good. <laughs> Win. That's what I do. And uh, thus endeth Facebook, Twitter, Nigel's WhatsApp. Question time. WhatsApp? You accept WhatsApp now as well? Well, yeah, I have done in the past. Obviously, uh, Barney's not WhatsApp me today. A few people have not WhatsApp me. Probably thought we were off. So uh, what you don't realise is I put WhatsApp messages. I get WhatsApp messages and other messages. And how about um, uh, anything on Twitter this week? Um, Shall I have a butcher's Twitter? Uh we're not going to make three hours uh, this no, week, by the way, everybody. To be fair, I've got to be up no, to We're only going to make... We're, we have gone two hours, <laughs> which is impressive, uh, on, on week uh, episode one of... Uh... Yeah. I'll tell you what, what, while we're waiting for Nigel, just, just to say, obviously, um, mostly we're going to be here during the summer. Um, I'll have a, a week off while I'm in the Isle of Wight, although I might take my mic and uh, my laptop just in case talk to Isle of Wight if I can get a good... Uh, uh, Wi-Fi signal. Um, but if there's anything you want us to cover, right, because transfers are only going to go for so long, you know the routine. Talk to us on Facebook or WhatsApp, Nigel, or send us messages. Um, if there's, there's things you want us to cover, if there's a and a you want us to do, uh, let us know. Uh, this is a time to cover it while it's a bit quieter over the summer. And that goes to you two guys as well. Nigel? Uh, yeah. Sorry, zoned out. There's nothing on. 
<laughs> There's nothing on Twitter. All right. Uh, right, anything else? This is your any other business, uh, any other promotions, any other projects before before we close down for this week? Uh, let's start with you, Len. No, I can't. I can't remember any, to be honest with you. No I update on your film. Oh, I'll tell you what, yeah. Well, this, this, this uh, lockdown thing that's re-emerged, that's put that a little bit back because um, I can't go to someone and go, I can't go around someone's house and film them now. So a little bit of a delay. Maybe if any of my portraitiers are listening, maybe they I could do a little... This is just off the cuff, by the way. Maybe we could do a little pilot episode as we've been delayed. Maybe we can ask ask Golden Sullivan what you want, and I can animate their portrait. <laughs> they can ask a question. So if you, if any of you out there listening to this, drop me an email. You know where to find me. And if you want me to bring your portrait to life, maybe we'll do that this month until we can until I can get out and interview the guy. All right. Good. Thanks for that, Len. Uh, Nigel, right. where are you prostituting yourself in the next seven days? Uh, probably Iron United, I believe, this week. And I, I obviously, I've, as I said, uh, released tonight, episode three. So I've got to start working on episode four now, which is about Sid King, which ain't a surprise because I do say that at the end of episode three. I thought it was good. Was to he the me. bloke who... Uh, yeah, I'll I'll do the stories, thanks. Killed himself. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, don't spoil the end, Sean. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I will finish my Mock the Week, or Mock the Footballs, whatever. It will, I've got to think of a name for Iron United, where, you know, obviously you make an appearance, Sean. Uh, Arsenal Fan <laughs> TV <laughs> does the FA Cup final. Uh, 1980. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I, I do like your morning week. I hope everyone takes it in a good light. And uh, just, just final thing. You two guys, when, when you're doing your next history, and what's what's the next subject oh, yeah. of the history podcast? Uh, uh, yeah, we're yeah we should to have done that. that by the end of last week. Yes. Uh, but you, what were you soliciting yourself, Nigel? So we need to do that then. Realistically, I've got to think. I'm working in Notting Hill this, so, so that. Which means I'm working late. Thursday could be good. I see. One night this week, I'm watching Queen at Wembley from 1986 in my garden, but I'm waiting for the giant screen to turn up. Why? Because well, I'm going to have, I'm going to sit in my garden with a projector, but I've ordered one of these proper giant garden screens. I think so. Why are you watching Queen for? Uh, my son and me watched Bohemian Rhapsody, the film, and he thought it was brilliant, and he really likes Queen at the moment. So Live Aid was possibly their greatest performance, but that was only 20 minutes long, where if you do the Live at Wembley 1986, it's one hour, 40 minutes of Queen, uh, possibly at yeah, their best. So, um, yeah. Probably. So we'll get it done either this week or at the weekend. Shall we tell them nice. what we're doing? We know what we're doing. Yeah. Well, we're going to, in light of the funding situation with the season tickets, as Sean eloquently put it, we're going to discuss the bond scheme. And I think we're going to, 
I think we're going to have different opinions on this as we felt at the time, Nigel. I think. I don't know. I don't know. I know how I feel. I don't know either. Um, I can imagine how you felt. Yeah. Have you have you read? I don't know if you've read. Um, you've read the book because uh, if not, I've got it about um, English protests. Have you? Yeah, I've read it. I know what book you're talking about. I've got it. I've got yeah. It no, I don't. Have you got a copy of it? I've, I do have a copy of it. I've got an electronic copy if, if you do want to read it before I'll you do the podcast. I'll send it to Jagan. Because it's a very interesting read. It's, it's a book about fans. But I'll tell you a funny story as long as you don't tell anyone. Yeah, go on then. I sent it to Karen Brady. All right. <laughs> and, uh, and she replied and said, does it have any... Um, sacrificial lambs in it at the end. Oh, I remember you... Uh... And I said, funny enough, it does, actually. And, um, and his name's Martin uh, Cairns. Yes. Because he fell on his sword, didn't he, in the end? You could say that. And then in, in came Terry Brown. But I don't want to spoil your... your uh... I think this is going to be Nigel's moment. Yeah. This one. No, this is not to be missed, I'm sure. Yeah, good. All right, anyway, uh, we're coming up for two minute, uh, two hours 20, which is far long enough for our first episode of, te- uh, of uh, Season 10. I've been Sean. Nigel has been... In the dark shed, because he forgot to put his light on. And Len has been... Um, in the living room. <laughs> Come on, you irons! Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. That was wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.